This week in League, great news for the Dragons as Tyson Frizzell can no longer leave DNA at a crime scene. Disappointment in Brisbane as Andrew McCulloch fails to execute Seabold's game plan of being Damien Cook. Ivan Cleary in secret talks with Joey to get his boy some of that epilepsy. Plus, we look ahead to round two of the 2019 NRL season. All that and more this week in League. Welcome to episode 310 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. Um, how you doing, man? I'm you're Ivan, tired. Ivan level tired. You, you, yeah. you, you sent me a text and said, uh, well, I don't know what you said. You get, coffee. Get, a, get a coffee on Put or something on. like that. Yeah. 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 And so you, 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 knew what, you knew what time it was because you weren't going to go through, like, at that point when you sent me that message, you, were, you hadn't yet reached the Maccas that's just up on the corner. So you weren't going to go through and, and bring yourself back with some battery acid. You, no. You need the real shit. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I had one too. So this could be a fucking express episode in terms of... An espress episode. <laughs> An espress episode. Oh, An espress episode. <laughs> how fucking high... How, how uh, upper class... Um, no, I'm just going to be fucking just jittery as fuck. Um, but yeah, maybe exp- an, an express episode in terms of we just start fucking just jabbering <laughs> <laughs> and get it all out in like fucking 60 minutes or something like that. Oh, what a treat that would be. Um, thanks everybody for the great welcome back for 2019. Um, last week was a huge episode for us and, um, welcome to the new faces on Twitter and to the Facebook group especially as well. Noticed the, well, over the, was it over the off season? I can't remember, but had to, um, there was a point there where Twitter, uh, cunts that they are, decided to like revoke all the like the third party API access mm. to like so so like for me who used Tweetbot for fucking years like since like two thousand and nine or something, um, it like they lost the ability to do like you know statistics and yep. like basically everything you can do on the re- official Twitter yeah. app except they organize it in such a way where they don't show sponsored bullshit they um they show the the tweets in the order the uh, the reverse chronological order so you mm. can actually fucking yeah. you know have yeah, all this yeah, bullshit yeah, yeah. shuffled around into threads and That's shit like it. that so i forget where i was fucking going with this entirely but I had to use I've been forced onto the the real Twitter app and um and what that does do though it does show a lot easier like when new people are following and stuff like that things that i never used to fucking take notice of because i never had you know it was something that i didn't actively go and mm. seek out and uh so seeing a lot of new uh, new people on board which is great and the facebook group must have grown by like fucking <laughs> it was like like literally 25 percent in in a week just from people flooding in who uh who probably weren't on board the show last year or if they were they, they jumped off because they're like paramount fans or something and they're like they, they stopped listening about fucking about may when their team stopped contending for the title or finals <laughs> and, um but yeah, yeah good look, to see you in there's, there there's been a little bit of conjecture about if we're you know dumping twitter yeah no and that's not you know never, no, never dumping twitter we're never dumping twitter twitter's for the most part great the, the difference is in the Facebook group, you can have a conversation, you know, um, with, without someone that may not get the 
the underlying nuance of Oh, yeah, but also it's just on. like you can have a conversation. Like we can, t- you know, we can say, you know, okay, here's a game day thread for, you know, the Eels versus Penrith. And it's just, and it's then, easy to reconcile. And so then, and basically so everyone can dump all their stuff in there. And so you're not kind of just looking through every single mention on Twitter and matching up based on when it happened, like what it refers to and stuff like that. So That's also like, the thing. If you want something to be considered to be read out on the show, put it in the game thread. Yeah, if you want a game thing, if you if you want to post something on Facebook about a game, yeah, we what we will start doing now is uh, we will do a game thread. We may chuck them all on there on Thursday and then just leave them there and fill them up as they go, or just chuck them on before the game actually Whatever. starts. And yeah. um, if, if you want to start a thread in the Facebook group about something, that's fine. You go and do that. Yeah, but game related content. But it keep won't. Them in it, the won't game. Be, it won't be for to be read out. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Um, now, what else are we going to do? That's right, yeah. And all the other things you, <laughs> well after everything was fucking sorted out for the show, you put a um, you put a thing out there and said, uh, you know, any questions, comments, and and that sort of stuff. You know, the, uh, I didn't want the fucking Twitter stepkids to be, to be sad. So I thought I'd show them some love. Yep. Okay. So now, that's the only problem with the, with the looking at the Twitter app. You know, you got your mentions in there, but it also says when when people retweet shit and like shit and so so now i rewind i'm going back through the thing and uh and let's see what we've got here this one i did notice from um from josh uh, at the biddles one on uh, twitter said the grand final bus trip is it happening i don't know i i I wonder if he'd seen the just the offhand remark in um in the facebook group someone mentioned was he not the person that asked that i I don't i don't remember i mean did it it seems like he uh, the the tweet came well after the facebook thing so i was kind of like unless he's just trying to like just do this massive fucking catch-all but clearly i was in there replying on that (laughs) on that thread anyway i don't know i guess i mean it can it can happen just we, Josh at this stage. <laughs> at this stage, at this stage, we're just we're just shooting the shit. And but honestly, every time every time Jay mentioned it last year, you get people going, "Fuck yeah, I'll be in for that." So yeah. so maybe you know maybe in a couple of months the point comes when it's like I'll tell you, I'll tell you what we'll see we'll see how many people front up to Magic Weekend because the only issue I've got with this bus trip is it's going to mean people having to book and pay for something, you know, six months in advance. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it's always going to be in the back of our heads, but fuck, who knows? And it'll probably be like a, it'll be a bus down, I reckon. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, probably bus down, fly back. Because I mean, if I'm to have a terrible Tuesday, <laughs> I'd rather it not be at fucking Ballander on a bus <laughs> <laughs> or something. <laughs> well, isn't there that whole misery loves company thing? Like, wouldn't you like to just look around? I don't love company the best of times. <laughs> <laughs> let alone, let alone a fucking miserable, a fucking sore jaw. <laughs> um, what else? I saw, I saw another uh, question here. Um, oh, gee, my god, I'm seeing like I'm just getting, I'm just scrolling through here, and all I can see is fucking, cuck, fucking blah blah blah. Um, oh, Timmy says, uh, I hope stepdad doesn't hit the mute button on the mic when he's making excuses for the Panthers against the undefeated Parramatta Eels. Motherfucker, you have. 
you've, you're sailing too, you're soaring too close to the sun right now. <laughs> the fall is going to be tremendous. Um, <laughs> Lynn Shields update on the membership pack. So I have the original sticker on my car and it's close to being illegible, illegible. So a new one would be great. So the original one, do you mean like the original, like, like as in the first one ever, like fucking like, I don't know, when did we do memberships? Like five, six years ago, mm. more. That's crazy. Um, in any case, you probably, you, you remember every year, so you probably got another four you haven't used yet, but yes. What. They will be happening um, shortly. Just need to get like some final prices nailed down on some of these new items. I was yes. looking at it today, and um, and what will probably happen is we'll probably throw them up for sale and everything, and then sort the designs out concurrently. I uh, I, I do like the comment by Gabatoir, who's at the Hindenburg Seventeen. He said, uh, "Could Jack Bird be any more fucking useless?" Should Boyd join Daddy and lose some teeth to fit in the bunnies to be more like his actual son? There's two questions there. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, and yes. And, uh, the lack of the, the lack of question marks makes you think it's more like a commentary rather than. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I just got to give a shout out to um, a man on a blood buzz Ben uh, who's done some like one of the most underrated fucking tweeters. <laughs> Slash trolls in history on this show. I mean, because he doesn't fuck it because he, he, he doesn't uh, he doesn't tweet much, but and he, he doesn't raise his head much. But he's always he's always a member, and he's always one of the first ones to get on board with a membership each year. Some years he's been actual the first person to to buy one when everyone up for sale. He's like the the giant silent cunt and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, I mean, because he's he's fucking banged with that Penrith Panthers moving to Perth thing that he did. Like, <laughs> I mean, and like. Oh, I retweeted it from from um, the Twill account, and so I have to say, like, quality content like that needs to be seen. But I have to apologise because there's some fucking idiots on there. Like, oh, so you got to take the richest team? It's got the fucking junior. Blah, 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 blah. And like, <laughs> actually taking it seriously. This is what I'm saying about the Facebook group. You don't get, you don't yeah, get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah that was, uh... And of course, his, his other, his, my my other favourite. Favorite thing was he was when he when he bought a one in a row shirt and and put the, put the delivery address yes. on the on the order to the care of Malmeninga yes. and, and the uh, QRL HQ and uh, yeah I still speaking, speaking of blast from the past comment from uh, OG Cage 007 Kev yeah dogs dragons and sea eagle seasons on life support yet again it, isn't it funny how the fucking eels, again. The eels eels fans yeah, uh, they've they've won their game for the season, and all of a sudden it's uh like those fucking toads that live in the mud. For you know, what, years. you know what they you know what they're actually like. Tell me, they had this tremendous success on the weekend. Mm. It huge success, unprecedented. People never expected it because. You know, it's in all our lifetime we've never known a successful Parramatta side. Yeah, or, that's know, pretty much. Um, they're the equivalent of the fucking Coney guys. They've yeah. had this massive success with their campaign to open the season, <laughs> and now they're all out there fucking outside the, on the corner outside the white picket fence, just fucking beating them, themselves off onto the street <laughs> like fucking madmen. <laughs> Did he use the Coney money for like Angel Dust and PCP, oh, or was that? I, I, I want to say that the Coney money went wherever it needed to, but that guy, fuck it. What was Coney? What do you mean? What was Coney? Was it like? Is it Idris Elba? Isn't it? Huh? <laughs> he's a he's a fucking warlord. That was he? Yeah, and he used okay. to take child soldiers, and they used to 
Did I fucking watch some movie? I'm sure I fucking watched some movie sort of like that. Okay. And Idris Elba was like the Coney guy. Yeah, okay. I don't know what it's called. Fair enough. Wasn't and it was like a guy getting a BJ in a car? <laughs> no, not that Coney. <laughs> <laughs> Although Idris Elba could fucking get it. Let me tell you. Yes. <laughs> Honk your horn, Idris, and you can get it. Yes. Who's, um, who's he going to be? Didn't he get some movie role? Oh, yeah, Will Smith in Suicide Squad yeah, too. That's it. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no. He's got to play Will Smith. So, <laughs> so he's going to have to lose that English accent and learn how to say, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck, there's some other good comments here. Butsy Triple Eight. Just take a moment to soak it in. Robbie Farrah leads the Dally M, his top try scorer, and sits inside the top eight. <laughs> I, t- I, I don't think there's any possible metric in which Robbie Farrah can lead the Dally M. I mean, at best, he's tied first. And with his name beginning with an R, he's well down. <laughs> I mean, he, put it this way. He's well pa- He's well uh, well past alphabetically Callum Ponga. <laughs> um, I told you I'd find a question where the answer is Idris Elba. What's that? Sweet Nigel B. says a movie is made about rugby league. And the NRL's conspiracy to drive Des Hasler out of the game for seven years. Who plays Des? Who plays Tuvi? Who plays Gallup? And who plays Nate, the investigative podcaster who exposes the truth? The answer oh. to the last one is Idris Elba. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very, very appropriate. Okay. So <clears throat> Gallup. Fuck, man. Okay. Let me think. Who plays Gallup? Who played the yellow cunt in Sin City? Oh, no, that'd be um, Greenberg. Um, yeah, no, Gallup, Gallup would, like... The, he the he de- makes me think, like... like The dentist from The Hangover. No, the guy... Oh, who's the dentist from The Hangover? The one that gets his tooth knocked out. And- yeah, actually, if you, if you wanted to go that young, that would probably be... Because he can't... Like, you could also be, like, um, like Scott Glenn, or who played Stick in Daredevil, you know? You know, he kind of looks like an... Like, or, like, you know, if, if Roy Scheider was alive. Is he alive? I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's that's who you want. That's who you want to be. Gallop. This seems like the wrong podcast for us doing movie casting, but I fucking I'm I'm here for it. I love yeah. it. Des Hasler. Someone said Kurt Russell, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's spot on. That's fucking spot on. That would be absolutely tremendous. So then, we were, who's left? Tuvi. 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 You know, angry. Joe Look. Pesci. <laughs> you need casino like, what, yeah, Joe what, Pesci. what would Joe Pesci look like in a fucking in a skull in, in a in a in a skull prosthetic thing like a you know, bald head? Yeah, that's that, it. That would that would be it though. Yeah, wasn't he? He was balding. Yeah, but I think yeah, I feel like he yeah. Well, he just he had to stop wearing his fucking rugs or whatever, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who Greenberg? Yeah, the cunt, whoever the yellow cunt in Sin City was. Yeah, I'm, fuck man, I, I I like watched that in the movies. I don't think I've ever seen it since. I think I own it on on Blu-ray something. But I don't think I watched it yeah. ever since I saw it in the movies. Just because fucking just because I'd like, really like to see somebody rip Greenberg's cock off. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. Okay, I'm just gonna so that's a fucking great movie. Peter Dinklage plays Tuvi. Fuck off, Sharky Dave. I mean, he's a quality actor, and he could bring justice to the role. I'll tell you what, Sharky Dave could play Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Damn straight. He could, like, play, he could play. He could play Peter Dinklage in a in in a, a remake of Twins where Dinklage is the Arnold Schwarzenegger twin. <laughs> Dinklage to be doing. Now, I just need to open up my notes again to see where the fuck we at. Um, news this week. I just literally didn't write any articles down. I just did. I uh, just did some just names of things to talk about. Mm. Peter Beatty. Yes. Has uh, has deleted his Twitter account after, in the words of 
media people, an embarrassing gaffe where he dared to engage with a, a Laurie Nichols tribute or, you know, like parody or, you know, whatever, you know, yeah. kind of acts, you know, purports like, like it's, like it's the, the voice of the long deceased Laurie Nichols, you know, glorifying tigers, the tigers and, you know, like and so forth. This has got to be the fucking quintessential. This is the absolute quintessence of news media plus social media plus fucking cockheads with internet connections of the current day. Yes. The fact that, like, was it Dean Ritchie that wrote the article? The fact that an entire fucking article could be written, not about the deletion, this is before the deletion, yeah. just an article about the fact that he fucking, oh, he's replied to the, you know. Well, what's the, what's the name of the Twitter page? It's like Laurie Nichols. Laurie, no, it's like Laurie underscore is, and it's like Laurie Nichols is a god or Laurie, yeah. something like that, yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's not like it's called Laurie Nichols RIP or Laurie Nichols is but, a, but, but the, know, the, the point. The point I want to make is it doesn't fucking matter. Exactly. The dude fucking made the dude made like a mistake. Well, who <laughs> this fucking day and age where people can fucking and that bull, you know Bulldog Richie, you want to talk about fucking grade A cocksmokers? Yeah, goes at the cunt on Twitter, call you know calling him. But then uh, like the moles fucking retweeting and all this shit, and he's like, oh how fucking embarrassing for our game. No cunt. What's embarrassing is that when the fucking the the fucking penalty try decision. Early, uh, early in the round, and you dumb cunt don't know the fucking. And you can start yeah. asking why the guy didn't get fucking sent to the bin yeah. for the professional foul because you don't know the fucking rules of penalty try, yeah. you stupid cunt. You bored little fucking weasel. The real and and it's interesting, you know. We had it said to us well, last year that the rumblings were that because the NRL was doing more of its own media, yep, and releasing more of its own stories. Which has been borne out with the NRL.com stuff. Which, Correct. Yep. That these fucking journos that have scabbed a living off the game for so long are now looking for every single opportunity for fucking outrage pieces. Because they don't and they don't have an exclusive they exactly. don't have exclusives in terms of the newsworthy pieces. Exactly. Yeah. And Peter Beatty love him or hate him. Yeah, and like, look, get, don't get me wrong, I'm not a, I'm not a fan. I mean, he like he he hasn't I mean, uh, politically. Or fucking in his time, you know, with the, with the ARL commission, like he's—I'm not a huge fan of him, but I just think it's just like of all the things you could be fucking talking about yes. in round one of of the 2019 season, we That's finally it. get some football back after these motherfuckers yeah, breaking the, the shit out of everything. Right? You you go you go and pick a thousand rugby league fans. Yep. Show them no image. Yep. And go, who was Lauren Nichols? Well, yeah, because at the end of the day, he's a. Oh, well, the, not even that. You show him, you show the the people of Peter Beatty's age the Twitter yeah. account, and they were like, these motherfuckers, like they they'll they'll go to they'll go to a search engine if there's a fucking banner ad saying you know fucking hit the monkey. Yeah, they'll, they'll click the fucking thing trying to hit wow. the monkey. <laughs> what a day and age! My penis can be ten times bigger. <laughs> I'll click on that. Exactly. I think you know. Yeah, yeah. It was a gaff. Was it embarrassing? Or like that depends how much how much importance you assign to you know? dumb fucking internet shit. Or, or do you look at it and you go, well, fucking hell, he's trying to in his head engage with a fan, and he has been, and he had to that point been very yeah. good about trying to you know reply yeah. to all sorts of people. So well done, fucking Molly and all those other fucking idiots. 
It's like, imagine, imagine fucking writing an article about that. When you've got fucking eight games of the season, all the little stories to come out of that shit. Imagine how it feels going home. Hey, darling, how was your day? Yeah, I did my job today. You know, I achieved. <laughs> you know, I, I really, I, I put in and you know, this, these words that came out of me have uh, inspired and educated and, and really made the world a better place. Well, you you know that they're not they're not going home. In the beating, man, they going through that. They can't. I mean, they're, they're definitely they're not getting home after after a day's work and, and fucking their wives. There's just no way they can fucking get it up. No, there's none. No. Yeah. Um, and the other thing was which you know we paid brief mention to in the start was uh, Joey Johns getting on and chatting about uh, having an open discussion about you know how de- developing what over the last three years. Um, you know, he's having seizures and things like that. He's only just recently got a handle on through, you know, medication or whatever, uh, having epileptic fits and stuff like that, which he attributes to, um, and you know, the way he defended, I'm certain yeah. that, that he's correct. You know, the, the CTE uh, sides of things. And, you know, this is something that we're going to see more of um, as as it becomes more uh, studied and more understood, you can already see that the that it's it's already starting in a big way over in the in the states with the NFL, and admittedly, like the, the collisions there are probably more violent, so you're probably going to see a more severe kind of result. Yeah. However, the the issue there is, and this was on from a couple of different sources, mm. the, the helmets have made it worse. Yeah, well, I mean, at the end of the day, though, I mean, the NFL. I don't want. I don't want to start some kind of fucking code wars. But I mean, the NFL. I mean, they're just, they're, they're better. They're better athletes in terms of they. They generally speaking, you know, in, in these collision positions, they're much larger humans that can yeah. run much faster. Yeah. And I mean, the simple laws of fucking physics dictate that when your head's rattling around, fucking bigger bigger collisions from yeah. faster faster impacts. But it's also that we in wearing the helmets. There is a sense, a false sense of protection. Oh, yeah. yeah, in that what a helmet does is stops the bone of your skull from cracking. It does nothing. Yeah, and to it, stop, stop it stops you getting it stops you getting split open yeah, as well. It's it. a, it's a, it's the same fallacy that governs um, that governs uh, headgear in amateur boxing. Yeah, it stops you getting cut. Yeah, but it does nothing to stop your brain bouncing around That's inside it. your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, the, the, look, let's be frank. The other thing, people are suing the NFL for hundreds of millions of dollars. Because the NFL has hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you know, this shit's gonna. Have, it's, you know, it's it's gonna come to a head one day. I don't think that the it will ever be as severe in rugby league as we're seeing in the NFL. No. Um, I mean, one of the one of the, the the biggest emerging causes are things like soccer. Dudes, dudes, headering the ball. Yeah. That's causing that. That's worse than a lot of sports. Yep. You know, which is which you don't think. I mean, you don't, you don't think of soccer as a as a contact sport because you know. No, you don't. It's not. It's not. <laughs> um, but you know, look. There, yeah. There's also a precedent in the the NRL. Like, look at Alex McKinnon. Well, yeah, yeah. Did you see him on the weekend? He was doing flips on a ramp. <laughs> He's got to earn a living that way. Poor cunt. Yeah, well, we'd be, you know, look. Let's let's see what happens in you know coming in coming years. Let's see uh, what something like Liam Fulton's like. I mean, because he he had he ultimately had to retire due to you know mounting concussions and that happening happening like every time you know someone yep. fucking breathed on him. Yeah, 
uh, you know, by the end there. And he must have had, I don't, I'm pulling this number out of my ass, but I mean, it felt like he had easily five concussions like in the last two years of his career. So. I, I think there's a distinct difference in, you know, you're playing a contact sport. Mm-hmm. There has to be a level of acceptance of risk. Like you, you have to go in there understanding that yeah. your potential for injury, maybe not necessarily head injury, yep. but your potential for injury is much greater than that of other professions. Yeah. And I would like to think that our legal system is a little bit more sensible in looking at that stuff than... Especially, especially when a lot of the, yeah, well, especially around uh, when a lot of the study uh, surrounding you know, the CTE affecting uh, American football players is like it's often like the ple- the people who played from you know like kids, high school, college, yeah, uh, yeah, there's, yeah. There, there are all those things, and and at what point do you you know which one do you put the <laughs> which one do you point the finger at when you're a vegetable, yeah. or when you've gone fucking crazy and fucking executed your entire family? Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Did you know that as well? Like, some of the first stories of that were like tragically suicides. That's how yeah. They well, you guys this. like Junior Sam, and there were, there were guys who were riding in their no- like you like know blowing their brains out, yeah. and going just scrape me off the wall, or shooting. And- they were shooting themselves. No, like shooting yeah. themselves in the chest. Oh, so to wouldn't. preserve the brain, so that they could do something. I mean, that's like to 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 kill yourself with that level of fucking awareness of why and what's going down. That's some. F- that's a sad fucking way to go out. See, a good lawyer would say, was he really retarded if you could think that clearly? Well, I don't think retardation is the concern here. I think, I think it's traumatic head injury and what it, you know, and, and what it does to... Well, fuck, you know. I mean, it makes me... When you think of all that and you know, the, the, the impacts and the heads, it makes me think like, you know, like, you know, what level of like CTE did like Chris Benoit have? Who's that? A wrestler, WWE wrestler, former wrestler, and he uh, basically killed his entire family before killing himself. Oh, okay. Makes you wonder, though, mm. given the fact, given the, the you know the links to like um you know like mood altering and like or just general brain function yeah, altering in terms it. of that sort of stuff. Makes you wonder, and um, it would exp- explain the off season as well. <laughs> Michael Jennings got a fucking lawsuit coming his way. Yeah, Cheap Michael. Cunt. Michael Jennings. Um, much like Thanos did it for the good of the universe and did nothing wrong. Um, any other news things you want to talk about in particular? It, it was a wonderful no news week. You know, I love um, I love no as, news weeks. As a general comment on the round, I think that the refereeing was refereeing was so good that it's not mentioned. Yeah, it was fine. Um, which is the shittiest point that the poor old refs find themselves in and I know we give them fucking shit when, when they deserve shit yep however let, you know, take a moment to reflect on the fact that the that's best, their life that's their lot in life the best position you can ever get to is people not hating you oh, it'd be just just yeah. not mentioning yeah. you as, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly just, just being invisible they can just um, they should they should just be content yep to be going home to their families without feeling like you know all the fucking jabs and the balls on the voodoo dolls and everything <laughs> Even Chechen comes back this week, so yeah. Well, I mean, because he was doing the he was he was in the Reggies or something, wasn't he? Well, you, yeah, you, you got a death threat, and couldn't handle. Yeah, and then I think what I, the only reason I mean, he retired or something, and yeah, was he said was was he saying that the the that it was like the external factors that were the worst, or it was actually like internal inter refereeing? Like, yeah, you know, it was in, the fact within that his the last, ranks, his last name wasn't Sutton, so he wasn't getting the good games. Yeah, yeah. 
And like that, that didn't change in the off season. Yeah. I mean, it's just his visa, really. That's the reason why he came back. <laughs> couldn't get couldn't get the visa sorted. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. So it was, yeah, it was a good round. No, fucking and, uh, great round of footy. Recaps Thursday night football down at the Korean Housewife. The Melbourne Storm 22 defeated the Broncos 12. The exact margin that I tipped. I was on top of the fucking world for a, a game. <laughs> Just like that fucking Robbie Farrett thing. <laughs> um, Storm 22 uh, tries to Hughes Scott uh, both Bromiches and uh, Cam Smith three or four conversions. Uh, Broncos 12 came from a double to Corey Oates and uh, two conversions to Isako. Um, worth noting that Corey Oates both tries were just given to him one being <laughs> an intercept off and offload and the other one being uh, <coughs> three guys over there on the wing and all going high and no one bothering to actually yeah. put their fucking body on the line yeah. um, Storm well in control much more than the margin would suggest it, yeah it was, the, the Storm just did the Storm they were Surprisingly, mm. surprise, surprising. I mean, it shouldn't have been a surprise, but you know, given the you know the system that they operate under. But for yeah. round one, that was a pretty fucking polished performance. Yeah, I think it looks so polished because it wasn't flash. I think out yeah. of all the teams that came out and well, maybe one, they just did the basics. Yeah, correct. better than anybody. Yeah, I would suggest the Storm were the calmest. Mm-hmm. They were the most. Uh, Look, I don't want to say conservative, but probably the most controlled. Yep. Uh, they took their opportunities when they were in front of them, but but by no means did they get out there and, and try and, and razzle-dazzle anything. Yep. And and that's really the, the best round one you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me, is, is it a thing, or am I just imagining it now, that everyone scores on debut? <laughs> no, it's just louder. Okay. I'm sure that I'm sure there's but there are people somewhere that don't score a debut. Yeah, I don't know, but um, look, yeah, Jerome Hughes is a, a nice little Billy replacement. He'll do. Fucking cracking mustache. Yeah, and he, and he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to be Billy Slater. I mean, he can play the game with honour and not slide feet first into people. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't have to be that guy. <laughs> Interesting thing was that it was, you know, like like you say. The storm just did the the classic storm things, and I know you, see, you know you, you don't want to be Billy and slide in with feet and be a cunt, but just looking at the little things they do, I think the storm just back up on every play mm-hmm. on suspicion better than any other team, and, and and that's what you try and get your kids to do when they're in under sevens, yeah. You know? But uh, yeah, it doesn't always happen. So it means that when when there's that half break, it can turn into a half a chance, and yep. You know, it's it's numbers. Yep. Um, I wonder Sykes blew a fucking try. <laughs> you know, much to add, much to my dismay, <laughs> with Wanda being like the only Storm player that, <laughs> that I love. Um, but, tough uh, for the Broncos losing Jimmy the Jet early on. Yeah, um, but yeah, tougher the tougher for the Broncos that their forwards fucking did did nothing. Yeah. And we were only saying last week that the only chance that the Broncos have yep. to surprise us and to make to make Nick Arima and Milford look like a, a quality halves pairing yep. outside the outside the kicking of Milford 
is to fucking go forward and give them some sort of time yeah. and, and space to do things. Yeah. And they completely failed at doing that. And the only time that the Broncos generated any actual proper offense that resulted in points was like they must have got like three penalties on the on oh, the clock. Yeah, three yeah. three penalties. The storm fucked up down the, down the other end, and yep. then there was a couple of penalties to get the Broncos down in a striking range. And then they executed like a, a right to left sweep. That wasn't Seabold style because they didn't strip the numbers. Still made yeah. plenty of numbers. They yeah. just didn't fucking tackle properly. Yeah. They just didn't tackle him. Yeah. Uh, and then you know they gave up. The, I mean, uh, look, it got close. It got close and exciting for a minute there. I'm- you know when the Broncos closed it. What they closed is like fourteen, twelve, something yeah. like that. Um, it got exciting there for a minute, but ultimately, mm. the the storm just went back to what they'd done for the you know the, the first sort of fifty minutes or so of the game yeah. and uh, closed yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Again, they they do it better than anybody else. They mm-hmm. go, okay, well. Fuck, they're they're running us down. Mm-hmm. Let's just go back to really simple, effective, high percentage football. Mm-hmm. Um, interested to see this year where uh, the Corey Oates I want to play in the second row thing goes. They really never ever should do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fucking hell! Like, I mean, the guy is always quality. Mm. He's sometimes the only Bronco, like this one, he's the only Bronco that looks dangerous in yeah. any way. And you, why would you want to you know, limit that? Because that's what you'd be doing. Yeah. Yeah. No. Munster, cunt, little cunt that he is, he's fucking on fire too. <laughs> fucking hell. He's, yeah. he, he's, he's looking better this year. Yeah. Already. Um, some tweets. Giannis uh, underscore Mateus said... Uh, do you think Andrew Bolt will defend Bellamy the way his forwards manhandled such young players? <laughs> <laughs> um, new player has entered the game in an account um, called Did the Broncos Win? Uh, at Did Broncos Win? Of, I'm certain that we know who the person is who runs this game. I don't know who it is, but I'm certain if, you know, I'm certain that when- the, They're be, known it, to police. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're known to us um, for sure. Uh, that, uh, hey, hey, this week in league, I bet real lad has pissed his team started the season with a loss. Hashtag I miss him. Okay, so that puts him at yeah, a certain okay. vintage. Um, Aussie Jack Flash. Gronko fans thought they had a chance. The Master Bellamy has never lost in round one. We had you from the start. It was clinical. And um, and our Poch has come in and said, I'd like to report the first ref's falter. And it's our good friend Mad Dog underscore no space. <laughs> uh, and I, I don't have the timestamps on here, but uh, yeah. It I'm was pretty sure he was First 20 minutes of the yeah. game. Yep, first 20 minutes of yeah. the game. Uh, the Knights, 14, defeated the Sharks, 8, uh, up there in Newcastle. Good crowd, just under 22,000 and the uh, for the pub slot too. And the um, Knights, 14, tries to Glasby and Edric Lee. Uh, Ponga, 2 of 2 conversions and a penalty goal. The Sharks, 8, uh, a try to Katoa and uh, conversion to Sean Johnson and a penalty goal to Sean Johnson. I think the Knights are very lucky that... Uh R. Kelly didn't try to use the it was actually Edric, not me in the video excuse. <laughs> Honestly, like Edric Lee played his uh his career fucking game. Edric Lee revenge game. <laughs> it was it was and it was like it, it, at times in the game he was like he was avenging himself too. Like <laughs> I mean, the Sharks got back into the game, they tied it up yep. thank, thanks to his thanks to his thanks professional to his foul. Yep. Yeah, giving up a penalty try. Um but then Edric with the fucking intercept to, to win the game. Yeah. yeah. But the the I mean they're they're the two they're the two, you know, I guess 
obvious highlight, obvious yeah. highlight sort of plays in the game that he was involved in. However, people want to minimise, you know, Sean Johnson's impact or, you know, whatever, but at least, like, two, three times in that game, it was fucking on out there on the right. Yep. And Sean Johnson's put the pass out to Dugan. Yep. And Lee has fucking, he's just pushed in. Yep. Hit Dugan as the pass arrives, stopping yeah. him to, to you yeah. know, lay on a simple try for his yeah. winger. Yeah. And he, like, that was amazing. Like, that was fucking, A, backing himself. Yep. Knowing that he's Edric Lee. <laughs> I mean, he, he has to wake up and look in the mirror every day and know, know he's Edric Lee. Like, he, he read that like he was educated. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, but, but jamming in like that, backing himself and cutting it off at Dugan. And I don't, I don't think Sean Johnson did a lot. I mean, they were fucking on. Like, believe me, if he, yeah. was, if he was playing a lot of other teams... That probably would have, you know, resulted mm-hmm. in a couple of tries. Yep. Um, so fucking fair play to Edric, the king of Newcastle, the new god of Newcastle. And it uh, was a good night overall for their their debutants. You know, mm-hmm. Edric Lee in a good performance. Clemmer proved that you know he was a, a quality signing. There are a lot of questions because really, in his last couple of years at the Dogs, he was oh he was the only fucking player that contributed to the Dogs. No, I mean, you know, like like week yeah. in week out. I mean, he was smashing. Oh, the statistics. Yeah, nah. He was smashing yeah, the meters. Okay. So and was, he wasn't Aaron. They, and they weren't so Aaron, Aaron Woods. Woods. No, 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 no. But they weren't Aaron Woods meters. That's the next thing I'll mm. say. They, were, they weren't Aaron Woods meters. Mm. There's no fucking, no, yeah. no chance. You, just because the rest that he saw was dog shit and couldn't do anything Look, with it, you know that me, motherfucker was putting in. I, I love a good stat. I really got the impression that he was almost stat padding. At the dogs, whereas in this game for the Knights, it really looked like he wanted to get in when he was needed. In terms yeah, it's, of, it's not stat, it's not stat padding though. When you lay a platform for, for a shit cunt side that can't do anything with that said platform, <laughs> as I'm saying, like, I mean, like dogs fucking diabolical. Where is this fucking Clemmer area nation fan club love come from? Where is this Newcastle love come from? None. There is none. What are you talking about? There's no Newcastle love. You want to stomp on Tuvi's head? I was fucking talking up Clemmer. Fucking hell. Origin hero Clemmer. (laughs) (laughs) I love him in Origin. When he's not a bitch. (laughs) I I don't think there's a whole lot for the Sharks to worry about here. Their brand of footy is going to be very similar to what it was last year. They're going to thrive on offloads and broken field. Um, Fafita still looks to, to be as threatening as ever. Gallon still yeah. looks to be his fourth tackle droppling. <laughs> uh-huh. That was that was maybe apart from Edric Edric's contributions. My moment favorite part of the game, of the game was uh, the moment of the game, the yes. game, the game ending or you know killing moment. Because yes. this is the thing. I mean, even the Sharks were down. They were still rolling forward pretty pretty well. Yeah. Um. They didn't have a lot a lot to offer in attack when they got down to the business end, but they were just getting through their sets and rolling down the field. Yep. They weren't that bad. I mean, they they did look threatening. Um. But the, then yeah, Gallon. <laughs> the the one thing Sharky's fans, was it the fourth tackle. I don't even know. Fourth, was the fourth, yeah. yeah. What was the fourth tackle? Fuck one me, thing Sharky's so fans will have to get used to, um, which I have a support group if they need it, is games like this where. Matt Moylan's offense, you'd probably rate an eight out of ten. Um, but his defense, <laughs> as last line, there was a uh, a, a nice little. If I don't make an attempt, it's not a missed tackle. <laughs> as we call it, the old uh, the old Bryce Cartwright. <laughs> um, 
What do we got here? Uh, underscore JDHD. Uh, the schedule says Friday 6pm, but I think you'll find this game was played on a Monday night. It's like watching two epileptics share a bowl of noodles. And there was there was a stage there in the first mm. half where it did feel like it was 2015 and a Monday night football when, yes. when we had that situation where there was a guaranteed shithouse Monday night game whenever you had Always Knights, Newcastle. Yeah. Two, two of three of Eels, Newcastle, Sharks. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else have we got here? Mr. Palmer, teacher. Big Dan, uh, you know it's better than winning a $25 gift card in a raffle at the RSL and stuffing your face at the buffet? Seeing the Knights beat the Sharks, knowing some of the old ladies at the RSL have better skills than Cronulla. Settle down. They're getting they, like super lippy, super quick. The, the yeah. Knights fans. They're, um, like the, they're, they're the millennials of the NRL. They're definitely, they're definitely the new Sharks fans in the sense that like they're the 2016 Sharks fans at the start of 2016. So but, Sharks fans are now Broncos fans. Broncos fans are always going to be Broncos fans. There's just an extra, there's just an extra, extra timbre to their cuntiness that will always, yeah, okay, <laughs> will always be undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, <laughs> to, in terms of like you know, being salty little bitches. Um, the magician. I love watching the Sharks lose. It's not personal. I just hate everything about the club and everything it stands for. <laughs> the bin chicken of league. Nothing personal, though. <laughs> the, That's a good question. Has yes. Matt Pryor always tackled with his forehead? Oh, look, ask a Dragons fan or something, because, I mean, I try not to dwell too much on Matt Pryor. He, he seems to me, after just watching this game, to be the man most fortunate that there is a no-punch rule anymore, because Every fucking tackle he's involved in, he does that thing where he rubs his mm. forehead on on some on your face yeah. or gives him the, gives him the big puppy. Because yeah. I mean, he's he's I'm not I'm not talking sexually. I'm saying like he because he's he's a he's he's all about that bullshit yeah. too. It's- yeah, yeah. The Roosters, sorry, the Rabbitohs, twenty six to feed the Roosters sixteen. The SCG, good crowd, twenty four and a half thousand in attendance. The Rabbits, 26, came from tries to Murray, Burgess, Graham, Walker, and Alex Johnston. The uh, oh, sorry, conversions taken by uh, three of five for Reynolds. And um, where are we? Rooster, 16, tries to Friend, Orbison, and Tupo. Latrell with two of three conversions. It, you know, if you want to go back and listen to what we said about the Rabbits, it's going to be that as long as their forwards can... Rabbits won the trade. Is that what you're saying? Fucking nice, but as as long as the rabbits can have their forwards be effective, mm-hmm. and as long as you know Wayne Bennett, if there's something he can do, it's it's take a potentially fragile half yep. and just have them execute a game plan. Yep, pretty much what we saw. You take the bit out, you know, started pissing down with rain. The and, rain did fuck up some games on the weekend. Yeah, um, neither. And you know, look, here's here's another throwback to Melbourne. Um, neither the roosters or the rabbits really adjusted when the rain came down and it wasn't yeah. as if it started dripping and and spitting yeah the, the fucking skies opened and no one changed what they were doing <laughs> um well, fuck round one uh but the rabbits just looked to to probably have a little bit more direction yeah i'd say and in first round and in, in round one sorry that's you know it's, sometimes that's all it takes yeah really i mean it's like a decent kicking game and um 
The Roosters, I don't think the Roosters look too bad, though. I think there's, there's, no, much, not there's, there's not much for them to worry about either at this early stage. I don't really have much else to say about that game, though. Um, I'll leave it to the fans. Magicians are very happy with that Rabbits display. Far more balanced now we have a right side attack, too. It's a bit early to be talking all this, isn't it? We handle conditions better. It's always a pleasure to beat your grubby little cunt neighbours, but don't think anyone should look too much into the result. Um, Jesus, it's pretty fucking it's funny. Measured. It's funny watching... Um, social media the majority were like holy fuck green english you know yeah <laughs> yeah 15 kilos overweight or you know you, then you get the article saying that oh you know no he's <laughs> he's not at all uh, he looked he looked big to me however you get other people going no he looks fucking spot on from like not south's fans either I mean, like, what, is your, I- what is your favorite fucking G- version of gui <laughs> are we not allowed to fat shame greg inglis anymore I just people yeah I don't know is he a fucking non-binary poly and not the real dad love sort of poly like millennial poly (laughs) (laughs) I don't know Um, seriously have these cunts never seen a round one game before with Greg Inglis in it have they never seen like a highlight reel with Greg Inglis in it where he doesn't look like that in any of the highlights what was it two years ago the cunt couldn't even support his own body weight. His own knee collapsed when he was walking. Yep. Fuck's sake. Every year. Alpha Ben RL. Credit where credit's due. Bunnies played better tonight, but it hurts. We just didn't complete sets. Not good enough. What else can I say? Poor. Don't get, hurt. Don't get hurt by round one, son. It's all right. It's an early season. It's early in the season. Uh, and we've got <laughs> Big Puppy, okay, X Factor underscore puppy cuck. <laughs> so, I okay. That would have been the X Factor underscore whatever yeah. last year. Yeah. I forget what he was. Fucking hell, GUI needs to ease up on the baked goods. There's one of them right there. Yes. Uh, the Warriors 40 defeated the Doggy 6 at Mount Smart. Also a good crowd, just under 19K in attendance. The Warriors tries two. Malmalo, Kieran, there's another one of your, your debutante try scorers. Yep. Uh, Kato with a double. Roach, Tuvasashek. Hiku also tries. Uh, Kieran, six for seven conversions. Doggies had a try to Christian Crichton, a conversion to Kerrit Holland, and that is the fucking end of it. Yeah, the uh, Warriors. There's not much to say. I mean, like, it's 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 funny that, uh, yeah, um, the Doggies forwards had absolutely fucking nothing. Yeah. And when they... And, and like I, I'm personally of the belief that Foreman's got nothing to fucking offer anyway. But wow, he had nothing to fucking. No, <laughs> he wasn't given the opportunity to offer anything. But I don't think. And and, and Lewis, after having some uh, tremendous performances to end off the season last year, and looking, you know, like a, a fucking you know star of the future. Wow, he certainly found out the hard way what the flip side of that looks like. Yeah, when you don't have Clemmer stat padding your way to a platform to actually do work. <laughs> the, the other interesting thing, like you've seen mm-hmm. how he kicks. Mm-hmm. You see how many times players are offside from his kicks mm-hmm. because he fucking stops. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that was just, yeah, I mean, has he always done like exactly like that yeah. or was it just, was he just like paralyzed in this game? I, well, I remember him last year, like he sort of did the point to the spot. Yeah, it wasn't like he was. It, it wasn't like he was slow to oh, kick yeah, or stop to was. kick. He was like it was almost. It, it, back then, the impression back then was like, oh, it's a fucking kid who's just loves playing footy and he's having a blast out. You know what I mean, like that sort of thing. I yeah, I'd gotten the idea that he was that there was enough time for him 
and he was just taking his time. He was yeah, concentrating yeah. on his technique more so, you know, yeah. okay, I need to... And now it seems like this. it may be just the way he does it. Yeah, which... Which was the way that people like to take the legs out <laughs> in round one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, he's going to be a paraplegic in yeah, those time flat. That's it. Uh, do- the, the doggies, uh, I mean, out of all of the round one games... It's the doggies and yeah, and the Titans. Right? I just can't see the fucking. I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. I mean, I, we said last week that the doggies were a, ch- a real chance for the spoon. Yep. But I didn't think it'd be like this. Yeah. This, so so quickly. Yeah. Uh, and I do, and I don't see. And and unfortunately for them, the Warriors are that team still. Because you look at them realistically. Well, they surprised the they surprised the shit out of me. I mean, well, they lost well, Johnson. They lost Mannering. They didn't have Luke, Leno, who couldn't, who who would have slotted in, you know, potentially to the halves at some point. That's it. Um, Blake but Green, though, fucking god mode again. Didn't he just control the fuck out of that game? Kicked the shit out of the dogs. Yeah, unfucking believable. I mean, admittedly though, their forwards did the diamonds thing, and they were up. And that's it for though. the game. Like even even without you take Johnson and Luke, um, Mannering. And lean eye out. Yep. That forward pack, the nucleus of that, are the guys yes, that they had yep. last year. Yep. And you remember, up until sort of origin time, they it was them and the Dragons were one and two. Yep. And it was on the back of that forward pack. They'd get their backs up, and you saw yep. it in this game. Like, you saw Bunty Afoa fucking... Re- fucking madman. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Talk about CTE. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that guy's snapping his own neck every well, time. He, I was going to say, he'll be the first cunt to ever have to sue himself. I think, yeah, but but also there is that there is that aspect as well. It's always players with hair like that. Yeah. So I think it looked, I think it just flies around and looks worse. <laughs> I mean, like, you could get your David Clemmer. He could be fucking himself up equally as much, but you'd never know because nothing's flying around on his ball ass head, you know? But um, but <laughs> it just seems when they've got, like, yeah, long hair or something, it just flies around and, you know. Yeah, go and watch a 2003 grand final. Um. But the, the thing I love about Black Green in this one is it, it was the epitome of what's in play what's in front of you. You know, the epitome. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, <laughs> Please continue. Oh, it's late. Go. <laughs> it is. Go. Yeah, their first try came off a kick on the third tackle. Hyperbowl. Yeah. Hyperbowl. <laughs> Long term fans will get this. <laughs> Long-term <laughs> listeners will get uh, the reference. They'll be referential retard. Um, um, and and it, it's those things where people these days are, are too scared to put a kick oh, in. Oh, and the ball's behind it too. Like, you know, like you said, third tackle, yeah. and he's kicking pinpoint you know, yeah. from right to left and, and it. landing it on the winger like you know, a metre in from touch or whatever. Great. Fucking tremendous. Yeah. Great game by Black Green. Love, love, love Blake Green. Blake Green. Want to fucking buff him. Wish he was still at Manly because that would... Uh, Prevent the issues of the next game. <laughs> Complete, <laughs> almost fucking completely. Um, West Tigers 20 defeated the Manly Seagulls 6 at Leichhardt. Poultry fucking crowd um, in beautiful conditions at, at a venue that they aspire to keep as a fucking suburban ground, but not with crowds like that, you shit cunts. How many? Um, 13,000. Uh, 13,000 and a fucking handful of warm fucking 18? S- ejaculate. Sorry? What does is, what is Leichhardt hold? 18? Look, it, it would at least probably two to three times that number, I would say, conservatively speaking. 
I mean, you know, Robbie himself has fucking shown that there are seats up on the grandstand, right? Like, <laughs> you could sit easily, like, 20, 20 25 people up there. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, and this one was like, fuck me. We actually had the... It, it was very hastily convened. Yes. So um, so there was no real planning had gone into it. But uh, I got a, got a text from, from Real Dad at about... Fucking when would have been like probably two two thirty or something like that or two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, saying, he, he saying I'm coming, me, I'm coming into the big smoke. He rang me just before he went into his um, the flight thing, uh, semen embryo fucking gestation. Yeah, booth. That's it. He was going for a flight in the city because they don't they don't have these things such you know, up at Toowoomba. Um, they, you got to you got to fucking fly flat up there. You're in like sheep dip or something. It's, it's like it's like Peter Beatty. <laughs> he's on the internet and he's gone. Oh, lie in a pool of warm, salty liquid. I'm in for that. <laughs> and he said, "Look, you know." So immediately, he, he wasn't he wasn't doing it close to us, but certainly a fuck of a lot closer than Toowoomba is. He's so it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's not close. It's Twenty close. minutes. Yeah, it's it's close. It's that it's not close if you're talking to someone in Brisbane, but it's close when the, that person, person is from yeah, Toowoomba. Okay, you know yeah. what I mean? And um. And so he's like, let's get together, have a coffee or whatever. And so, you know, his stepdad was otherwise occupied with a receptacle. He's like, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. Got to get away for this receptacle to you know, finish up with this receptacle. And um, and you t- you completely missed the coffee part of it. Yeah, I turned up to the pub. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and you're like, well, oh, hey, actually, the you know, because I'd, I'd, I'd forgotten the game was going to be on because... I wasn't thinking in terms of daylight saving time, so it was like sometime uh, in the future, yeah, hours yeah, in the future. Yeah. But like, oh fuck yeah, the game is about to start. So we yeah. went across the road to the pub, and stepdad rocked up to the pub as well, and uh, we had a, a rare meeting of the minds. It was fantastic for the first the half. Three. Then uh, Glenn had to hightail it back up the mountain, and I had to hightail it as well. And he, he actually did have something positive come out of that day. He coined that the uh, the trilogy. The trilogy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was the rare the, the rare photo of the three of us. Um, First half was fucking diabolical in this game, but Just ultimately, first. ultimately, ultimately, I'm not prepared to. Despite the fact that oh, there are there were numerous fucking problems with with Manly, ultimately the game came down to three things: Brendan fucking Elliot bombing a fucking try in the first half, <laughs> unmarked <laughs> with, with fucking like George or whoever it was it was unmarked on his left where he just had to pass him as a try. Kurt, and the other two things were all fucking Curtis Syrian. Like people talk about two tries with Robbie Farah, but actually it's more like two incidents with Curtis Syrian that was, yes. that was the game. One, a fucking dead set guaranteed yeah. try robbed because of the referee <sighs> running into the. I mean, it was literally, it was one of the only actual refs' faults in existence where the, it's because the ball come off the ref that they well, had. What the, can he do? Night. He can't disappear. Well, you know what? Like, I don't want to push any hate onto referees and because I know that they are sensitive and I know they don't deserve it. They're doing a tough job out in the middle. They're little battlers. But maybe that cunt should fucking disappear. Really? Yeah, maybe someone should disappear him. You're not going to live stream yourself walking into referee HQ. (laughs) 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 Right, fucking hashtag rest fold in the fucking clip. Um, Now, 
And the other one, of course, was fucking where, I don't know who kicked it. Was it Brooks? Where he just fucking just belted it fucking full for like 10 metres out. He kicked it like full fucking blast. And, and I've had Curtis here to try to ju- jump out of the way, but he couldn't get out of the way of it. And it sort of just bounced off him and then bounced and just bounced in the path of Robbie Farrell to score a try. Yes. And so it was ultimately the final score was ex- just extremely fucking lucky. It was 12 point turnaround on just luck. So um, at the end of the day, yeah, not too many uh, things. I mean, the, the Tigers. One thing that I will give them credit for is they they kicked very well. Like yeah. the kicking game yeah. was great, and that was the ultimate difference. Because in the second half, they must have had fuck uh, like I don't know what the actual stats. So it felt like they had like ninety five fucking percent of the ball though, because mainly we're doing the wet weather thing that. If you do it in wet weather, if you or if you don't do it in wet weather, you can usually win just through weight of possession, which the Tigers did, which is and Manly did the opposite, which is like dropping the fucking wet ball all yeah. the time in bad position and yeah. blah blah, or even in good position. Yeah, every time I think they might have had three opportunities in the second half and they fucking dropped it like almost straight away each yeah. time. Yeah, um, it just you know it's wet weather shit, but you know what, you you fucking you paid to do a job and you're professional footballers, you know. Yeah. Put the stick them on your hands and fucking hold the ball, you shit cunts. Um, DC had a, a unhappy day because of like it was like 2015 or not 2015, 2016. It was like it was like Trent day one Trent shit where it was he there was they, there was literally no one else there because they knew that LG's like so fucking new. He doesn't know his place in the side yet, and he certainly hasn't got the balls to be, you know, like you know, put his hand up yet. Mm. I would imagine it will come as you know, if he if he gets old, you know, more opportunities. But he it doesn't look like he's got the confidence to be like I'm the guy. So therefore, it just marked Cherry Evans like before Blake Green came to Manly, like marked him as like he's the only guy that a kick was going to come from. Yep. So therefore, they could just hone in on that. Yep. So um, you know. It is what it is. Otherwise, you know, I'm I'm not a massive fan of our fucking DV DV machine uh, for Noah Blake getting suspended because he was the only one really going forward. Um, Marty was you know doing his flat track, you know, bully shit again. Uh, he, he wasn't, yeah. wasn't amazing. I don't know what his 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 figures might have ended up ended up okay by the end of the game, but just you know just watching the game in the heat of the moment it didn't feel like he was really you know, doing much and it didn't feel like anyone else, you know, was really doing a great deal either. Um, obviously, they missed Turbo at the back there, but also they missed Turbo just chiming in there, you know, on the left I in attack as well. Just, I will add Manly to your list of the dogs and titans that I can't see any sort of fucking hopeful. Well, the thing is with, you know, as I said, when it was just ultimately, despite how well the Tigers controlled things in the second half, it was just luck that got them over the line in the end. They certainly weren't... Um, out enthused or you know or outplayed in any way, but there were three three teams that were badly outplayed in the weekend, and um, the next one. Well, no, we're not up there yet. It's on was Sunday. The Cowboys and Dragons. No, it wasn't that one. No. Goddamn, fucking chronology has fucking smited me. <laughs> you are the Kane LG of podcasting. I, I've been I've been smote by chronology. Um, we'll. Just fucking let's just put a fork in that and we'll be <laughs> and we'll get back to that point in a moment. <laughs> um, fucking what are we doing? Alphabet RL said, uh, how did Mr. Schnitzel score two tries? Poor old Manly. DC being steamrolled for Tiger's second try was a highlight. He really stuck his neck out. It happens when you're the fucking halfback getting the targeted, but he also saved two tries with the exact same situations. But uh Obviously, those ones are going to fucking look bad. Uh, One-Eyed Tiger. Um, I'm going to eat a burnt schnitzel for dinner tonight. Fuck it. I'm going to eat a double. You do you. 
The Cowboys 24 defeated the Dragons 12 up there at 1,300 teeth. This would probably be the most surprising result of the weekend for me because um, I gave them no chance, especially yeah. in this post-JT era. Yep. Um, good crowd up there, nearly 18,500. Uh, the Cowboys tries to uh, Morgan, Bowen, McDonald, Tamari Martin, Justin O'Neill, Kahu, two or four conversions. Uh, the Dragons 12 tries to Aitken and Pereira with Widdop, two of two conversions. Tell you what, it's technically not a post-JT era, and what a fucking JT they've got. And he's the same fucking JT he always was. Mm. I mean, like, we always said that you know, he was going to continue on his way and do his thing, but fuck me, that guy can pick his team up and carry them on his back. Yes, and it's the opposition, and he does it for 300 metres. <laughs> And, and just like that fuck that last try that he set that he set up where he should have scored himself that would have been the the, the absolute icing. highlight yeah. of the round when he because I mean he he busted through around halfway yeah it's all the way down there there is no fucking way on God's green earth that Gareth <laughs> Widdop was <laughs> was going to stop that happening but very unselfishly passed it and, yeah. Um, yeah to to seal the, to seal the win and um so tell me. You saw his stats at the end of the game. He ran for you know three million fucking kilometers. Yep. Made ten tackles, or yeah, you know, twelve, whatever it ended up being. I if, loved it. If you're an opposition coach, do you? So th- this is the quandary with the Cowboys net. Do yep. you direct traffic at him and you go, okay, well, if we don't want this guy to fucking demolish us like mm. that, we need him to be making twenty, thirty tackles. Yep. Do you run traffic at him? Meaning then you're not running traffic at guys like Morgan and Martin and Granville. I think I think you know, I, is, I, I would that- like to I, I think you could you could spread it around a bit better. I ha- in my opinion, they probably focused on running it through like you know, like like rugby league one oh one, of course you're gonna run it at guys guy like Tamari and stuff, you know, yeah. like when or when you know, when he's up in the line. That's it. I mean, because he had to, he had to, he did a great job, fucking dropping back too when he had yeah. to, you know, when they, when when Kahu wasn't there. Yep. But um, I yeah, I I think that maybe maybe you should. I guess it's not as fruitful running, you know. Like if you look at the balance, well, yeah, but then you look at the meters he made against you. Yeah. Right you know what? Maybe just you could run at him to try and diminish his energy levels or whatever by making forcing him to make you know more tackles or whatever, or maybe. Fucking learn to tackle. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, he makes a lot of. I mean, there, there is there is a natural level of roll on that that motherfucker has in him that you're yep. not going to prevent. Yep, that's you know, like you were saying before, that's true. physics. Yeah, that, I mean that that's a given. But you know, I don't know what he's. I don't know what the stats were. I mean, it's like it was three hundred what? Let's say let's say three hundred even. Yep, fifty of that was on that last. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like it's you know, yeah, take a couple yeah. of long runs. I mean, I would be happy to get away with 150 to 200 out of him. Yeah, like that's that that's yeah. that's what that's what. 100%. Even then, with that kind of output, he still probably hurts you once or twice. But oh yeah, but he hasn't run rampant like yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, like rampant like he did in this game. But, you, but is he at the stage now where he requires specific game plans? Yeah, fucking oath. I think so. I mean, just, yeah, in, in in yeah. I mean, like I, I wouldn't not to the point where I'd be running. I'd be running stuff at him, you know, as a priority over like the halves. But yeah, you know what? Maybe maybe direct more at him, mm. or maybe try you know something like that. But I mean, fuck in defence. Yeah, uh, you can't miss him. No, 
I mean, so, I mean, ultimately, though, you know, it's the same. There's always a fucking, there's always a reaction, though. That's like, it. you do something to, like, double team him in defense, yeah. and it just means that someone else is getting a run. And, and I think, the you know, obviously, JT got a lot of attention because it was, it was a dominant performance and well-deserved. I really think Granville stood up. Yep. You know, um, all of JT's meters and running and offload aren't half as effective if there's not that backup to roll on straight after. Yep. And I think that Granville did a really good job taking advantage yep. of, of what JT did. Um, you know, Dragons, you know, and fuck, you look on the Dragons side of things. You know, Vaughan. The ran, Dragons didn't look bad in, that, no. in, the, in the first half especially. Well, Vaughan ran for 127 metres and made 34 tackles. Yep. Which against any other team, that would have been the fucking yep. forward performance of the round. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're definitely looking. What do you think of this new Dragons rotation of Hunt, Norman, Widdop, and fucking, what's his name, Benchy Mark II? I'll be honest. I thought in the first half, it looked pretty good. Corey looked good. Mm. Like, it's amazing you put him in a team, that, you know, where he's, you know, I guess he hasn't got any bad history either. He probably gets on great with Ben Hunt, you know. So, you know, they're probably playing, doing clungies and, you know. Yeah. Watching going down the TAB and getting old blokes to fucking rack up. <laughs> having, having like having rack races with fucking with the old t- old tea bags down the fucking TAB <laughs> on pension day. I mean, they're probably yeah, bonding their asses off together like that. But um, he looks he he, he looked good. Yeah. He, he actually looked like he could play. I mean, remember we were talking about, um, I don't remember if we were doing it last week, if it was last season we were talking about, but like the, the way that he would just run run to the line, you know, two yeah. metres before the line, then just dish to the yep. forward on the angle. Like he actually, he, he was playing with intent. Yep. And, uh, you know, I don't know whether Dragon fans would, would credit that to the, the astute and, and powerful coaching of Mary or just just the changing environment for, for Corey, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, no, he's like... Yeah, I, I think I think as as the season goes on, it'll they'll uh, look even better. And yeah. I thought and I thought they looked good for like you know probably the first half. Really, they just got steamrolled by Tamalolo at the end there. Yeah, and they couldn't take advantage of the opportunities. Like when when they had um, Tamari at the back there, they put him under you know pressure a number of times. Yep. but he rose to the occasion every time. He's he's a gutsy little son of a bitch, Tamari Martin. I like him a lot. Oh, exactly. He's- I mean, you got to be, you know, you got to be that guy if you're sneaking through the back window, and you know, <laughs> there's got to be a, there's a certain level of devil may care, <laughs> fearlessness. You, you've got to be able to be saying to yourself, "Fuck, fuck, fuck" in the back of your head, but still get a job done. That's- <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, much, much, much like he had, you know, he he did, you know, down down at the foot of the mountains. I mean, you know, he yeah, he had to go out the back <laughs> and uh, and and do work in this game and uh, and uh, acquitted himself yeah very well. I thought. <laughs> and um, let's see what we have got here from uh, listeners. Troy Ridgely, uh, safe to say, Tyson Frizzell will not be involved in a post game function sex tape. No. Yes, and what was this, what was the, the the diagnosis there in the end? It was a ruptured testicle. A Wallace, Peter Wallace. Um, it was a Wallace. Did a they wa- did they did they manage to save the ball? He got a Wallaceectomy. Yeah, but did they save the ball? Did they just uh, throw some stitches in it, or did he lose the ball, Peter Wallace? Thought I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just glad that I now have a second verse to 
What off the camel? <laughs> Frizzle, my nasal has. <laughs> uh, JDHD, uh, my fellow Dragons fans, stop for a minute and fucking breathe. I didn't. I, I must admit, I wasn't looking at the uh, the socials after this game, so I wasn't. I wasn't aware of any particular. I've, I've discovered but- there's a thing. What's that German word? The Schneidenfraud or whatever it is. Schadenfreude, yeah. Yeah. Of going to other teams' Facebook groups after a loss. <laughs> and watching the implosions. I, yeah, I didn't know it was a thing. Because they implode worse on Facebook oh, too. Oh, fucking hope than, they than, do. than Twitter. I mean, because like, I feel like we get a fair, fairly representative slice of rugby league fandom like tweeting us their thoughts right after games, like even if they've lost you know, the misery of the defeat. Yeah, but it's it, it always seems, you know, measured and, and thought out and sort of, Semi-realistic, like and then GT three fifty one Johns comes along and it's yeah, like- that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, some some of the takes I'd heard from Facebook groups are uh, ooh, nearly. It's like, it's round one, guys. <gasps> there aren't going to be unless the, unless through suspension or injury, there is not going to be wholesale changes. Yeah. to lineups. Yeah, you know you've got to let shit shake out. It was, and not to mention, for half of the games, it was fucking pissing down as mm. well. Let's just give them a go on a dry track and see what happens. And that's some like legit North Queensland cunts might die rain. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Giannis underscore Mateus, uh, like stepdad, we've had a few changes to our halves pairing, but fuck me, I hope for his sake he wasn't as rusty when plugging the many holes that opened up. <laughs> bit of a bit of a receptacle themed humour there. The Eels, 20. I've got a bit of a rusty trombone the other night. <laughs> Smashed the Panthers, 12. <laughs> At home, poultry crowd of just over 12,500. What's the capacity over there? It felt like it was a good crowd, like on the telecast, but then you look at the, the numbers. You know, it was like we're like Titans crowds. You see the number and you go, yeah, no, nah, that's not fuck it. off. <laughs> it felt more than that, though. Um the Eels 20 came from tries to... How do you pronounce that cunt's name? Oh, fucking New Cora. Double to Jennings. Jennings, the man of the hour. Fucking Jennings with revenge the, game. With a fucking forearm power. Uh, and Mahoney. And uh, what do we got here? Mitchell Moses. Mitchell, yeah, we'll get to him. But two or four conversions as well. He played fucking great. He did. Um, it's like, oh, it, it, it tastes like fucking bile in my mouth to say it. But uh, Wade Egan and uh, James Tamo with tries for the, the Panthers. And uh, Cleary, two of two conversions. Yeah. Um, the Eels had that fucking Nathan... They, 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 they had that fucking... That Nathan Brown big dick energy that he brought to the only times they looked good <laughs> yes. last year. Correct. Before getting injured or suspended yes. or you know, whatever happened to him. And guess what? Fucking injured again. Um, yeah. Did oh, he do some, some pectoral shit? Too. Yeah. That's fucking tough. Was oh. it... Did he do it? Did he... Like, is it proper... Is it proper fuck? Does in like half I be- the season I believe plus? it's. I believe it's torn. Yeah, see, he, that's, um, that's, fu- that's fucked. But back to the bottom you go... And yeah, I mean, because that dude last year, everything good that happened happened because of him yes. or around him, you know, in some way. Yeah. This year, though, this game, they all they all seem to be kind of up on that kind of just enthusiastic yeah. level. And, and again, as much as it pains me to say it, Moses played really well. Fergo played really well, even though he's a fucking filthy sex offender. Yeah, and we and we knew he would be a good contributor. You know, they, yeah. Because like yeah, he has been for the Roosters, so yeah, he'll get more. He'll get more opportunities, and that's that was the clearest difference between these two teams. Was 
enthusiasm. You know, the Eels looked up for the game. They looked to play an up-tempo style of footy. The Panthers looked a little bit blasé. And whilst, you know, the I've got some issues with the way the forwards played, the really the errors in the back, you know, were, were the obvious ones. You can't do that where, you know, the, 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 there isn't a game of footy where the first five minutes at least isn't an arm wrestle and, and yep. really testing the waters in, in trying yep. to dominate territory. You can't be giving repeat sets that early and you can't be doing it. Like, did you see the penalty count at the end of the game? It was 10 No, I didn't. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. It is absolutely fucking stupid. It is almost like the... it's That's like the toll you pay for having James Maloney on your side. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, it's not fucking hard to see how you get there. You make yeah. stupid handling errors in the game. You put yourself under pressure early. Select James Maloney. You've got to do too much defence. Sign James Maloney. It's Resign round, James it's Maloney. round one and everyone's fucking gassed. <laughs> yeah. Then you look at the difference in the side when young Jerome comes on. Mm-hmm. And it's even shit like he was doing the non-cunty Mitch Moses thing. Oh, the, is there such a thing? <laughs> of getting people up from tackles quickly. Yeah, yeah. You know, club man, come on, come on, come on, let's go, yep. let's go, let's go. The energy he brought to the side yep. is what sparked the the semi-comeback. Um, well, you know, there's there's also, you know, what sparked the comeback was the man advantage. <laughs> Because because of Jennings in the bin, that's the main thing that yeah, sparked the comeback. Um, look, um, man, I'm not confident that if Jerome hadn't come on when he did, and I know that Egan scored the first try in that yeah that section there, but but that was the energy that that really got him up and and going through. Yeah, I mean, but the, the, I mean the, the flip side. I mean, if if that if Jennings had have had his arm five centimeters lower. Yeah. That was a try to the Eels as well. It would have fucking blown them out even more. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? That was, a, that, was a, that was a big turnaround that moment. Yeah. Oh. And I know this is tough for me to say, you know, being a Panther supporter. I'm not unhappy with the way that was adjudicated. And I know a lot of that's people- what it's, That's what, they, that's what the, the, you know, the Simbin, what they, you know, the, the change or interpretation or whatever, like the usage, because pe- that, that's what they said like they were going to do. Yeah. I, I went back to it. Yep. And I looked at that moment and I turned it up and you can hear the referee say, because he appears unlikely to return to the game, mm-hmm. see you later. He was fucked up though too. Yeah. Man, it's not often you see a dude like, you know, complete jelly, like, you know, jelly yeah. legs like that after yeah. a high shot. And usually, usually they're diving. And that fucked up that he doesn't realize he's that fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like he's like... I can walk this off. Yeah. No, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Leave me yeah. alone. He had every intention of staying on. And then he yeah. looks back and he's like, oh, I'm not standing up on my own. There's actually a cunt holding me. That's, um, and then like, and just when you, you, you sort of start to get back into the game, then you go, fucking Bean, just taking out Moses just because Moses had been a little cunt to him yeah. on the previous tackle. You could see it. it. Yeah. You could see he got up and gave him a spray yeah. of that Mitchell Moses patented country. It's- and he's just had to retaliate. And I'll tell you what. More power to him. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can get in some cut's head like that, yep, and really you know, take a a key position of uh, you know, I'm not dominance, but I'm like starting that. to get in a role. Yeah, yeah, and taking him out and, and like in posi- a penalty against in possession, yeah, like on halfway when yeah. you when you're mounting. Yeah, you've scored two tries back to back, and you and you you're doing that fourteen nil thing. Yeah, you, well, exactly. They tried the fourteen nil dickhead, and they almost got there. 
But this eel side, at least in round one anyway, a build of like, you know, more determination and enthusiasm than Correct. they showed many, many times or most of the time last year. And they managed to sort of weather that little bit. And when they got something that went their way, which I think probably was the Moses penalty at that point. Yep. Um, took advantage. Took advantage, advantage, you know, stretched it out. And uh, and then Moses hit the, the clutch goal as well, you yep. know, from, from reasonably far out, yeah. you know, to, to make it an eight-point margin for the end. Hold on. Uh, Shunter, 86. If the ball was a rat bag, the cunts wouldn't drop it. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to like another one, like when a guy gets penalised for not playing the ball with his foot as well. I mean, there's another like <laughs> there's another rat bag. Yeah, yeah, foot on the foot on the back of the ball comment to be made. Uh, Paraman Mark Two. Even though this game was as horrifying as accidentally walking on your parents doing the horizontal tango, I'll take the victory by the eels. I didn't think it was a horrifying game. Well, yeah. I, thought, I mean, like the eels from the eels side, I would be extremely happy with it. Tell, tell me this. There was a lot of fucking talk about the the strategy of kicking to Fergo every fucking time. Okay. Every fucking time. As when, you know, I don't listen to the commentary, so you'll have to walk me through what they were saying. Well, I'm just comparing it to, you look at, teams do it against Oates. Yep. And this was actually in, in conversation with Shanta, that apparently it's the strategy that if you can take them out First tackle. Mm-hmm. They don't inject themselves later on. Down second, the set. Or, second or third in the set. Okay. Is that over coaching? Like, is or is that overthinking? Maybe that's the case for certain people. Maybe certain you know, certain players need to be treated that way. But in, Par- in Parramatta's case, there are some players where you don't want them getting the ball off the kick because they've got that extra sort of ten meters to wind up. I would have thought that'd be Oates and Fergo. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's where Fergo made all his meters last year. Yeah. But apparently the theory is that if, well, maybe if maybe if the kick is good enough, yeah, like you kick it, you kick it high enough, or you kick it to the your chase is good enough that you get it but right then, in the corner, and then, then you can got, stop them doing damage with, on that run. With Parramatta, you've got on the other side a fucking rookie winger, yeah, who got yeah absolute like a fucking free ride, yeah. Well, in that case, I think you know you you want to be kicking to the sky every time on him, right? Especially a, when Cleary yeah. can, you can kick a fucking bomb. It's a bit of a fucking tired decision, if you ask me. Oh, fuck, we're calling him tight already, are we? You're looking... Uh, Griffin, Griffin's still free, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, let's face it. I mean, they, they, they played a very, very Anthony Griffin brand of football. Yeah. Um, Voodoo Rock. Well, apart from the shit stadium, the rats carrying bags, raining for four hours and getting wet, that was an enjoyable day at the football. Have we signed Arthur up for life yet? <laughs> I fucking hope you do. Uh, That's the other thing that came in the news. They've won their first game, upset, uh-huh. convincingly. Yeah. yeah. Then it's come out that they've given him Till Origin to turn the team around. Yeah, June, yeah. 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 I wonder if that was... I, I don't think it was like an ultimatum in terms of being sacked, though. That was just like, we're going to wait until June to see what the results are yeah, like before okay. we talk about extending you, uh, I think. Probably. That's the way I read it. But the way I'd like to read it is... <laughs> 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 uh-uh. Fuck you, you're gone in June, bitch. Um, Mitch underscore T13. Uh, maybe Cleary should put some cameras on the bus so Penrith have an environment where they know how to come from behind. Say that again? Maybe Cleary should put some cameras on the bus so Penrith have an environment where they know how to come from behind. So There are plenty of fucking so- video footages where a Panthers <laughs> player is coming from behind. Who who tweeted? Well, that? I mean, the rat bag, the 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 rat bag that isn't that hasn't got his foot on the head is coming from behind. Yeah, and then the other rat bags, 
well, well, Tyrone, he's not, no, no one's really coming at that point. I mean, he's just, you know, smacking the rat bag around. The other one with, that looks like the daughter is, that's, that's in front. So I guess, it's, yeah, well, yeah, one out of three. What was the other one? Can't remember. So many sex tapes. <laughs> I don't know how Tyrone comes at all. He's like fucking Rain Man read a sex manual and just tried to do everything at once. <laughs> Cavernous hope. Imagine getting your best trackies out, dusting off the good good double pluggers you got for Christmas, brushing your mullet and buying a pack of Winnie Blues on the way to Penny Stadium just to watch your team drop a cunt of a performance like this. See, you think that's a good tweet? <laughs> I put a- that in there specifically because, <laughs> because a- you were so dismissive of it's it. It's <laughs> actually not, right? Now, there's a reason that places like Sizzler and a fucking OG reference food star from Western Sydney back in the day. What's food star? It, it was like Povo Sizzler. Okay, so so it's a buffet. I take it you don't get the you don't get the cheese toast. They legit got shut down for serving unidentifiable meat as <laughs> And was it like was it was like western style yeah. food? Yeah. What was oh, it like yeah, carvery there, stuff or was it like, so like No, no, so there was carvery stuff. You you had your your um China food, but it was the Australian China food. So, like the hot pink, sweet and sour. Yeah, yeah every, okay. everything yeah. was battered with a sugary sauce. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, I think there was some salad. There was seafood. There was one at Campbelltown. There was one at Bankstown. There was food mm. stuff. Fucking great. They never, they never stretch further east than, like, yeah. Parramatta. Though, yeah, right? never, yeah, no, yeah, never. Okay. <laughs> now, there's a reason that they're not fine dining. And what you've done there, you fucking stinky-ass clown... <laughs> Is you've gone to the tic-tac dick. You've gone to the fucking sizzler of cliches and gone. If I just get as many of these as I fucking possibly can, that ain't cool funny. And it's not how you do it, right? <laughs> so you need, you need you need to finish that thought. You need to give him. You need to you need to correct his tweet and make it. Well, realistically, I'd say you know, you you don't need to put the Winnie Blues in there. Who combs a mullet, really? The the joy of having a mullet is, fuck the world. I'm not combing it. It's, Look, I've it's got- It's glorious in its matted fucking- I've never had a mullet, but I have- All the mullets I've seen in recent times, at least, are meticulously groomed to the point where it's like, back in the day, you could look at a mullet and go, well- you know, it's just dude can't afford a good hairdresser or something like you know. But now it's like, yeah, no, that motherfucker meant that shit. Like and now this, they mean it. And this is the problem with cunts like you and Cavernous Hope <laughs> and your Bondi Mullet Associations. He's trying to make fun of Penrith. Just case in point, let's look at some NRL mullets of note recently. Hey, Dugs. How, how about you? Dugs get- means that shit. Oh yeah. And he brushed it. And don't fucking tell me that Mahe does not fucking groom that no. abominable fucking thing to within an inch of his life. But uh, Cavernous Hope, how about you get out from behind your fucking computer and get your boots on the fucking ground in front line out in Penrith? <laughs> um, fucking server fixing. Finally. <laughs> the Raiders 21 to feed the Titans zero at Seabus and they've named the crowd at 9843 which means it was probably two. Four three, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, 
suboptimal conditions, it could be said. Uh, especially to walk across that fucking undeveloped fucking mud, mud pit from the train station to the ground. That you um, can't fucking park on. No, I mean, just you could fucking open it up and let cunts park there. Charge, charge 10 bucks a car. Well, how long have those cunts been there now? I don't know. Decade? Uh, yeah. It's been, been about that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was like sort of like around like yep. eight, nine that they have to kicked be. off. Yeah. Seven, eight, nine, yeah. So that land there has just been the same dead fucking lots since day one. I'll tell you what, if they'd have charged 10 bucks a head, they wouldn't need a GoFundMe for Ash Taylor's Mrs. Clit Reduction Surgery. <laughs> Oof. Um, the Raiders <laughs> tries to uh, C.S. Oliola, uh, B.J. Leilua, and uh, Bailey Simonson. Uh, Croker, one of three conversions, three of three penalty goals, and a field goal to Aiden Caesar. See what, this Bateman cunt yeah. is now second on my list of Batemans under Jason. Who's Ooh. third? Justine. Who's that? Mallory. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, he's like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like Jason's sister, I think. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck, okay. <laughs> Any others? Uh, what's Bateman? What's, what's fucking old mate's name in American Psycho? <laughs> his character's name is Bateman. What's, what's his it? fucking name? Yeah, what's his first name? Oh, okay. God damn it, I can't remember. Uh, Just My third one's an Irish guy saying he's going to go see The Dark Knight. <laughs> what? I'm going to go see Beachman. <laughs> Fucking hell. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, just a workmanlike fucking performance. Comes in, first round, unknown. Thumps a bit of authority on the team. English, good on used him. to shit fucking conditions like yeah. that. Felt right at home, played yeah. accordingly. No, well done. Well done to the Raiders. Um, yeah, like I'd, the Titans, admittedly, were uh, were almost instantly, you know, put at a disadvantage when you had like, um, you know, the second coming of Tyrone, you know, yeah. doing some sort of Achilles injury, which doesn't seem as bad as I, I thought at the time. Um, I think they're saying it's only going to be a couple of weeks now, but uh, I thought he might have been just done straight up, like Ooh. Achilles in the rain. But no. He's uh, a couple of weeks out, and what happened to Ash? Something, yeah. So he's what's his story? I can't, I can't remember reading what's happened. What, what's his story? I mean, you know, apart from yeah, probably getting beaten up at home. But yeah, <laughs> I, I think his wife tried to tickle his prostate and accidentally <laughs> turned him inside out. Well, she. <laughs> no, I was going to say she tried to tickle his prostate from the outside and ended up breaking his sternum with her finger, but. <laughs> quad injury quad that's uh, Latin for four injuries <laughs> <laughs> um, well, look I, I, I don't have a lot to say about the Raiders except congratulations to the Raiders fans um, it was shit ass conditions Caesar did a good job kicking um, it's one of those things I think the, the Raiders one of those potential teams where you look at the forwards, you got like Caesar's never going to be a world beater, but mm-hmm. he's going to be sufficient. Um, you know, they they could get anyone on their day, but I just don't think they will. 
Yeah. You know? Uh, Titans' point scoring potential was almost immediately removed from the game. So I don't know what to make of them really at this stage, but, you know, yeah. not great things. Uh, but, you know, understand it when, you know, when you rip out the halves. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have a... And, and this help. this week, it could turn out to be a tremendous fucking boon for them because they're going to be having Riley Jacks and Brimson in the halves, which could turn Excitement out... Excitement which, which Which could turn everything around yeah. and actually make them, you know, yeah. amazing in attack or something. And then then you know, then, then you know, adds questions to what do you do with these wouldn't other wouldn't two that be a, like, And I know they're not... Neither of them are exactly rookies, but wouldn't that be a a fantastic young blood story? Yeah, for the year, for the yeah. season. Yep, yeah. no, it would be. Um, but uh, that's that's literally the only thing that the Titans fans have got to look forward to at so the moment. Hypothetical. Yeah, you are Ryan James. Yep. At what stage do you start going? I don't want to fucking Paul Gallon this, and start looking elsewhere. When the contract's up, and people <laughs> offering me the, the you know the same if not more money. Where do you go? Who's signing? Who signed the checks? Oh. <laughs> like, Seriously, think around the league. <sighs> well, you look, who okay. would take him? Like, would Newcastle have room for him? Surely they've got to be running out of room at this at this point, right? Because mm. they're, they're going to have to renegotiate Ponga, and they're, plus they've spent a fucking lot of money on you know your Clemens Here's and so forth. Yeah. yeah, so I, I would rule them out as being available. I mean, Easton's always at, got room under the cap, so you, you know why not go there? You look at a post-Gallon Cronulla. Yeah, I suppose so. But he scores tries and all sorts of shit. It'd be a fucking good addition. If he's taking it on the fourth, then I mean, there's a chance of a try coming out of it. Yeah, I mean, that could, he, could, he could turn turn Cronulla into that almost guaranteed premiers. Definite upgrade. Yeah. Yep. That'd have a fucking good origin forward too. Yeah, but I mean, he 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 might fucking love it. He might love it on the Gold Coast, and you know, there's all yeah, these, there's all these lifestyle things, and it takes a, it t- does take a specific sort of person to enjoy living on the Gold Coast. Yeah, I think, but I would imagine that being a football player. Puts you probably in that in that Venn diagram. Yeah. So, it. and also the you know the privileged position of you know like a famous sports person on the Gold Coast. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know he's probably he's probably you know enjoying his life apart from eighty minutes a week <laughs> <laughs> from March through through September. <laughs> so at the end of the day, is it really that bad? <laughs> Um, there's a new player has entered the game, or, or, or at the very least, a, a rebranded player. Uh, at the scantily ball bag, the scantily clad ball bag. Fair enough. Ash Taylor ruled out due to injury. In other words, Sharni from Pack Pines has been issued with the DVO. <laughs> so that's why I say it must be a rebranded person because that's someone ticking lots of boxes there. Yes. Alpha Ben RL, fucking tremendous job on the tweet this week. Um, every game almost. Uh, well, the first half was fun to watch. Second half was a literal and metaphorical washout. Gold Coast had nothing. BJ and Papali looking like they attacked the pie shops in the off-season. Yeah, but I mean, like, every season. How is this a surprise to cunts? They're like Cassiano without the without the off-seasons, yeah. those guys. Um, Solzy04. Who the fuck were those guys? Tailor-made conditions for a team with a bunch of Englishmen. Correct. Okay, coming up this week, round two, kicking off on Thursday, we have the Dragons taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs, and uh, with the new sponsorship with uh, Net Strata Jubilee Stadium, doesn't quite have the same ring to it. No, 
Just based on what we saw round one, I think the Rabbits look a little bit more together. Um, you know, their their new additions aren't in such key positions. So, uh, you know, the, the Dragons will improve on last week, but I think the Rabbits will get this one. And just uh, I just learned from the the uh, Tuesday twenty one list that uh, that Mitchell Allgood is at the Dragons now, as he sneaks sneaks into jersey number twenty, and for their sake, hopefully, no higher. Oh yeah, no, sorry, I've only got up to seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> well, there you go. Fuck. Yeah, and uh, and like yeah, the Rabbitohs. Yeah, I mean, not not many changes, but I mean, you know, losing Frizzle is a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, not great. Uh, and the, the, the Rabbitohs are much more settled. Um, I'm going to say, you know, and this is what I'm probably going to be saying the same sort of thing for the first three or four rounds. Yes. But yeah, you know, I'm going to have to go on, on evidence and the Rabbitohs looked like the shit was far more together. Yeah. And they played an opponent that was in better, that gave them a better, you know, battle as well. Better run. As well. Yeah. And, they won, and, they, and they won it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders take on the Storm in Canberra. It's not July yet. No. Storm looked at got their shit together. The Raiders look, they look great. Um, in the first half and you know, over the whole game. I mean they yeah, twenty one nil win is nothing to be sneezed at. Um, but the Storm are a far different proposition. Rapin is back. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he supposed to be gone for like six weeks? I thought they were meant to be without him for a lot longer, hey. Yeah. Um, oh, well, there you go. I've got here. Yes, yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah, he's returned. It does say that he's returned early. So yeah. okay. Well, um, yeah, that that improves that improves the Raiders. The Storm, however, they've just got another Wonder Sykes. Exactly, Sykes Junior. Yep, another Kafusi comes in uh, with Eisenhuth for his uh, indefinite removal with his uh, larynx injury. Pretty tough. Um, yep. So look, look, I think the Storm, based on round one, they were they were clinical. They looked very settled, uh, they and and for that reason alone, mm-hmm. and for and because it's too early for Canberra and Canberra to be a thing this season as well. Yeah, that's it. Storm Broncos versus Cowboys, Suncorp Stadium, Friday night. Broncos playing the homest of home games, and they're in their uh, in their favourite time slot. Uh, Lodge copy suspension for diving at the legs. Yes. Uh, yeah, as you would expect, because I mean, they are pretty fucking hard on that these days. Uh, Fensum gets on the inter- interchange in the 17 mm. for his revenge game. Sean Fensum revenge game. <laughs> yep. But then we've also got Josh Maguire revenge game. Jordan Kahu revenge game. And he's and he's feeling like... I, was, I saw uh, some interviews on the news tonight and he was like, um, you know, I don't, you know, the Broncos told him that, you know, he'd have a better chance of playing first grade if he went to another club. Mm-hmm. And so he was, he's, uh, you know, feeling a certain way about that. And wants some fucking respect. Yeah. He wants the Broncos to put some respect on his name. He wants some respect. And uh, so, and you know that, you know, this the the absolute fucking little troll, Josh Maguire, is just going to be in there. Yeah. He knows all their secrets. And so yes. he's just going to be in there just giving them, with, you know, the home truths. Yes. And so it wouldn't surprise me if a couple of people lose their fucking shit. As is the way with these clashes over the last little while. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking flip a coin. Like form form going into these games very often doesn't mean anything. Yeah, and and this occasion it's um, I, it's actually reversed. I mean, because usually it's the Broncos that are are, are traveling pretty well, yep. and the Cowboys that are struggling. Yep, we're, we're opposite this time. But the Broncos will be bolstered, of course, by the return of the fucking inanimate 
goalpost <laughs> uh, who who will hope to to uh, replicate his match winning performance of this corresponding fixture last season. Um, if I'm if I'm Tom Lolo and I'm Matt Scott, I'm really looking forward to getting down there and showing these young cunts who's boss. And especially like you yeah, say what you will about Matt Lodge and uh, his his uh, general character yeah. as a human being, he has been fucking good for the Broncos, and uh, his his loss is a big one for them, and yeah, it, it may just make the job that much easier. For, like Scott, fucking reborn Scott. Oh. Last we didn't mention that either, but he looked fucking yeah. great. Um, but yeah, Tom Lolo, three hundred fifty meters. I suppose when when your number one's running three hundred and fifty, it's it's not hard for you to get off the back of that. But yeah, but yeah. Like the in World War Two, the cunts running behind the tank made pretty good meters. <laughs> <laughs> Far boy, I didn't stop them. I'm going Cowboys. Me too. Sharks versus Titans at Shark Park. Sharks. Sharks, unless some kind of magical fucking alchemy occurs between AJ Brimson and Riley Jacks. The, the and even if it did, I don't know if it'd be enough. But the good thing for the, the Titans fans is they had a shit performance in the first round. Yep. Other clubs did too. Yep. But the Titans are the only ones that are getting wholesale changes, and not just wholesale changes, but a completely new halves combination yes. with players that the fans were like, "Why yeah. isn't that guy playing in the fucking halves?" That's it. So now you've got what you wanted. Yep. And so let's see how it goes. Uh, still, Sharks by plenty. Knights versus the Panthers in Newcastle. Knights have lost uh, Saifidi, so SESA, who we you know, marveled last week at why he wasn't in the side. He, he gets into the side yep. now. Um, Panthers. Katoa at hooker. Egan benched. Katoa at hooker. Luai reserves. Egan benched. <sighs> Frank Winterstein on the interchange. Yes, Frank Winterstein on the interchange. Make sure all boosters are up to date, lads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah. Look, you know, I'm not the fucking coach of the side, and it's it's round two. But I don't know what Jerome Lloyd did wrong for for him not to be considered for this game, especially when you was you marked him as one of the guys. Yeah, it was quite more instrumental in you know yeah. picking up. Yeah, you know, like when the comeback was happening. Like if you know if you think. Pong is good. Look, look at what Luai did last year. He was fucking everything Ponga was and a thousand times more. <laughs> and he's not one of those... He's not one of those fucking, like, creepy surprise rangers. Like, Ponga takes oh. his headgear off and you're like, oh, fucking, I knew there was something off about you. Yep, yep. And, like, and he's a Queenslander. Yep. How much I is there to like? Really? Yep. Is there anything to like about him at all? No, not in my opinion. Apparently, he's Catholic too. <sighs> so he's a redhead hiding kitty fucker. <laughs> really? Oh, what right. Caitlin Ponger is. Yep. Oof. Penrith by a million. Good test for the Knights. I mean, because the Panthers are going to be they're going to be smarting from losing to the shittest side in uh, in in a generation. Yes. And uh, at home in game one in front of a you know what they consider to be a good crowd although poultry and other by other club standards um and then they're coming up against the Knights who are going to get when's this fucking game taking place Saturday afternoon mm. they're going to get you know Break they're going to get 23,000 plus at this game yeah and uh 
coming off a, a, a big win against a side that you know that that you would consider would be in a contender for the season. Because so. no one in Newcastle has any fucking work ethic, and now that there's no penalty race anymore, they're like, why do we work weekends? <laughs> Lazy cunts. So uh, I think Knights keep it going. Take value in a fucking good hard day's work. Keep it going, and Knights and the Knights uh, fan base on Twitter to to uh, fucking crack open the cans and feed stepdad all weekend. <laughs> Fuck off. Go and do your your laundry in Joey's bathtub. (laughs) Uh, The Mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Sydney Roosters at Brookie. The uh, Seagulls, well, uh, through suspension, they had to uh, get rid of Fenua Blake. And the original plan that they had this season of uh, of Finu being on the bench and doing the the rotation with uh, Appy at Hooker has come to pass. With Trent Hodkinson now in the 18th jersey, giving us a legitimate opportunity to be 100% Trent free for the first time in years, Russ Trent. Which, which is the ultimate, which is the ultimate goal of Des Hasler <laughs> to, to 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 turn to transform this side into into a uh, a Trentless masterpiece, and uh, hopefully that is the case. If, if I had to base a bet of my anal virginity on anything this round, it would be on this game, and it would be on Manly losing. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, look. I would I, I would disagree with you normally, but then I see Matt Chechen's referee, and we're not going to get a fucking fifty fifty fair chance here. He's going to come back into first grade and do the the one thing that he loves more than doing anything else in life. As not taking my anal virginity, fucking the Sea Eagles. <laughs> um, he's done it since his first game, uh, and and he'll continue doing it. I just wish that fucking I wish that Turbo was back, but also I mean I, I want him to be one hundred percent right when he comes back. Um, <clears throat> Won't be until he comes back in the side. I think it's going to be fucking long. Uh, it's it's there are going to be some long fucking matches in in the first couple of weeks. Uh, I didn't say it during the game thing, but Suli actually looks better than he did. He actually went okay on the weekend. Yep. I thought. Yeah, he did. Uh, you know, up against you know, Minos like fucking Latrell Mitchell, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see him having any fucking problems whatsoever. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, can his fucking hair tackle if he misses? Oh, the you know, hopefully, hopefully he's got some fucking flurkin skills in his hair. But um, like you look at the Roosters' back line, you just go, yeah. Even if the forwards could fucking uh, hold their own, which you know they certainly could on their day. But then you look at the back lines and think, my god, the fucking useless yeah. cunts that we have there up against the yeah, premiership a, winning origin, international yeah. slash origin fucking experience back line. Uh, it's tough work. So fucking, I, I, I have to reluctantly say Manly 13 plus. Um, the Dogs take on the Eels at ANZ. Look, the Eels, although they've lost their fucking, their juju machine, Nathan Brown. There is with no the big way dick energy. The, the Dogs win this game. They don't have they don't have Jennings either, and Will Smith. I don't find a loss in any fucking metric. No. Um, <clears throat> despite all that, despite all that, the dogs have not changed their fucking twenty one at all. Yeah, poor old fucking Harawiranara. Can we get him back? How bad? How bad is? Can we just Suaso Su going when he can't crack the fucking run on side yeah. for the dogs? We just drunk. Drunk test CHN. Like, I'm sorry, I want you back. Uh, Was it his choice though? No. No, He got released. He had to get a release to do it. He only just got re-signed like 
the year before, yeah. the end of the year before. Yeah, he was offered far more money. Yeah, yeah. We just couldn't match it. I mean, you didn't have to release him, but um. Yeah. So honestly, I mean, like you know, how cunty are you guys? That's what I'm saying. Knowing we, the where he was going, we drunk test him. <laughs> drunk yeah. text him. Yeah, yeah, drunk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and Jack Cogger has cracked the twenty-one, which just shows how fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Bulldogs! Look, look. There's a couple of Bulldogs fans that I that I that I like a lot. Uh, there's, Who that? there's a there's a vast majority that deserve everything they get that's coming their way. <laughs> and to those I say, uh, suck it. Uh, and, yeah, and look, there are some enjoy a second consecutive heavy loss. I genuinely feel sorry for like Aussie Jag. I genuinely feel yeah. sorry for. I feel sorry for him because he had a fucking awesome NFL team as well that he's super passionate about, and they they were were great last season. And they shut the bed this season. As well, so like, so he needs something. Yeah, I mean, he's got a he's got a good quarterback that they just uh, they just grabbed in free agency. But um, I'm see, I'm thinking now that hopefully you know by something there's you know friends, family, or a job or something like an actual <laughs> tangible I, stuff. I, I'm, I'm gonna need the I'm gonna need the uh, the do- the dogs to lose badly just because we haven't seen uh, we haven't seen old mate GT Johns get fired up yet this season. No. But he's drug nulla, blah blah blah. So well, yeah, we also haven't seen Cronulla win though. So so I'm wanting wanting want him to get the Uzo out and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and and open fire. Uh, Tigers take on the Warriors at Campbelltown. Unchanged Tigers lineup. Mbai is in eighteen, so I guess he might be a chance of coming back from injury. Uh, although you know they wouldn't be super confident of it. No. Look, the Warriors were fucking fantastic last week I mean yes they were playing the doggies but that you couldn't fault their performance and and I don't think it was the Tigers forwards that got them home in that game it was rain and good kicking yeah that's what got them that's and it. you know what that's not enough when you've got it's guys not. like fucking Blake Green returning serve equally yeah, or better exactly um, and and when you've got fucking Bunty or forward just and when you're kicking and you've got guys like Fuss and fucking yeah. RTS and everything yeah. bringing it back yeah yeah, I, th- I think that they just look far too strong across the park, and you know it, maybe it's too early to call the Warriors, you know. But on the evidence of last week, though, correct, they have overcome the loss of Sean Johnson, and uh, I don't think he'll ever overcome the loss of Sean Johnson. He's not, he's not really a replaceable player, but they've just gone out and gone. Well, hang on, he wasn't the only one in the team that did well last year. Mm. Tell it to Blake, Blake Green, yeah, the greeniest. He's fucking nailing yeah. it, and uh, and he will nail the Tigers and uh, nail them directly to fucking ninth. So I guess that means it's a close loss, isn't it? <laughs> if they're one and one at the end of round two, Fuck, I thought you were going to make a Christ joke there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Easter's not for weeks, so <laughs> so uh, yeah. But you know, we can do that. Um, so I'm just going to just want to go through my tips just to make sure I tip the same teams each time. Correct, I did. Excellent. A lot of away teams this week, I noticed, mm. which is uh, not always the best way to go, but uh, hopefully we get some surprises in there. Right. Okay, we look at the mailbag. Uh Saw this one uh, from uh, our mate Gordon Meredith. He's uh, tweeted, Who would have known that this week in league's origin story and the 2019 Brisbane Broncos would have so much in common? And this is an article from at uh, Jason NRL, who's um, always very good on Twitter. And uh, the 
the uh, segment to look at here is this. Like an over-eager stepdad desperate to impress the child's mother, Seabold will take a, have a significant influence on the Broncos in their formative years. Real dad started them off right and taught them the fundamentals, but he's gone, replaced by the younger model that could soon take all the credit for raising a successful young football side. <laughs> Hang on. In, in most stepdad situations, like in the real world that I've seen, yeah. it's not a younger thing. There's not this population out there of like horny cougars that get younger men in to raise their kids for them it's not the thing <laughs> but you are younger than glenn yes <laughs> just to be clear uh ride the ning uh, welcome back lads good pod to start off stepdad you're still a fucking cuck nate you're gold <laughs> who's this guy hopefully you can drag old mate up to your level Hashtag prayer circle for para. Hashtag correct use of your and your. <laughs> is this a, have you created an enemy? Do you have a nemesis? <laughs> I don't understand. Well, Sam he's, the Wood. He's a manly fan, obviously. So I don't. I, don't, I honestly, I don't know. Well, he thinks you're who's, a Yeah. Well, yeah. You have to be a manly fan. Or, a manly or fan. Just, or, 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 or a, a connoisseur of, of, of fine a man, shit. Man, a manly fan and a grammar Nazi. Unless that's a diversion. Yeah. Maybe they're trying to make us think it's someone that it's not. Maybe. Oh. Sam the Warden. Love this one. He, uh, he, was, he didn't reply to the biggest, but he said, uh, Twill is filled to the brim with black humour, dark references, and tales of Jay's receptacles, but it's also an incredible community full of support and love. Lightning in a bottle. Nate, Jay, and Glenn should be very proud of. I love these assholes, and I'd fight any cunt for them. And you may well be called upon to do so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Right in the fields. Um, <laughs> Butsy888. You already had a running with him this episode, haven't you? Uh, um, I'm fine with all the tiger's hate, but I'd rather ask to mouth Big Puffy's fingers than his stepdad gobble the cock on the nights just to spite us. <laughs> Hang on, who was a <laughs> Tiger's, I think. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't remember the context. I think it was, it was last week, though. It was in last week's episode. <laughs> They didn't play the night. No, but oh, I don't. I don't. No, you, you did bring this on yourself, but I just can't remember exactly what you were no. saying. Um, maybe despite maybe despite us, not the Tigers fans, but despite listeners in general. You know what? We yeah. had a brilliant idea for a new app, and I think fucking Butsy eight 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 needs to get on Monga really quick. Monga, yeah. <laughs> Ask us about it at a meetup. <laughs> we are we are taking we are we are seeking venture capital. That's it. To get this off the uh, off the ground, but uh, believe me, it's cash money making machine oh, waiting to happen. Um, cash cow. Monga M O N G R. Yeah, that's it. All right. Hashtag uh, trademark. Yep. <laughs> Patent pending. Twill podcast. The obviously is that who's the Broncos' worst signing ever? Matt Lodge or Jack Bird? And how quick is too quick to give up on your team for the season? Now listen. Whatever you may think about Matt Lodge's predilection towards you know, violence against American families hmm. and so forth. You bought him for nothing. That's one thing. You bought him for nothing. He's your best fucking prop. Yeah. I think that he, on the list of worst signings ever, I don't think he exists. I don't think you can see his name. I mean, it's so far down the fucking list. Yeah. Jack Bird, however. Oof. He's one of those. He's he's kind of up there. I mean, because his entire stay in Brisbane, value, yeah. Well, his entire stay in in Brisbane has been characterised by weight issues 
and long term injury. Yeah, which are like the which are the same sort of you yeah. know like you, you see a few of those like I mean he's like a, the the Kieran Foran signing for the dogs of the Broncos. Like yeah, as, as as much value. So has he's, been he's taken up a shitload of your cap, and he's given you nothing in return. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. And then when he does get on the field, it's average at best. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So look, it's it's possible that Jack Bird is is, is the yeah. is the worst. I mean, it, it's it's possible. Um, but yes, might Matt be Lodge, Anthony Seabold. Could be time will tell. Mm. Time will tell. But South won the trade so far. Well, maybe it might just be not. Damien Cook with Seabolt. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne had no problem using Cook. No. Maybe maybe he's a, that's well. a secret. Yes. Maybe he, Cook is the holder of two auras right now. <laughs> or one aura between two people. That was Wayne's game plan. Yeah. Don't be McCulloch. Yep. Cook did it. He's not stupid. Kevin underscore Cook 99. Uh, the Broncos fans can't continue to excuse Derby. Would love to hear your opinions. If he were not the Broncos captain and at any other club, would he honestly be chosen on form alone? Does a good pass every now and then on the end of a sweep make up for the lack of impact? I don't think so. I think he's fucking cooked. He's probably a year too year too long. He might make me sound yeah. like a, he might he might prove me to be a dickhead on one or two times this season. But on the balance of things, he is. A- Again, as much as it fucking pains me to say this, a lot of stuff that that fullbacks do is off the ball, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I think the value that he adds to that team off the ball and when he's not the focus of attention is what keeps him around. And it, it's a it's a little something. And I remember, you know, some, some of the first times that I really got it was... Remember when Bellamy wouldn't ever play Jared Hayne at fullback in Origin? Yeah. And then I saw him live playing fullback and he would wander and he would be checked out and he'd be... Biting chicks on their pussies. Yeah, that's it. So, um, <laughs> Metaphorically speaking, at that time. No, it was like literally... <laughs> just leaned over the fence. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just tuna-flavoured juicy fruit. <laughs> Um, then you, you contrast that with someone like Slater yep. who was involved all the time. Yep. Um, I'm, and really at the Broncos, who's the replacement? Yeah. I mean, yeah. when when he's injured, I mean, who they, I mean, because, you know, they don't have Kahu there as a, as a replacement yeah. anymore. You know? I mean, they, they drop back like Osaka or something probably. But, yeah. That's it. Is yeah. he a long-term fixture? He could be. He kicks goals. Yeah, he could be. You never know. Mm. I think this would be his last year, though. It would fucking have to be. Uh, and final mailbag one this week. We go from uh, from Kate's brother, Will, who's using the Tater Chips account. He said, Nate and Jay, fucking I'm speechless. Thanks. Beautiful words for Kate. Fun person to be around. Fucking spot on. Thanks for honouring her. Uh, name the award the award after her. Soulless award or something. On behalf on her behalf, I'd like to say fuck manly. How dare you, sir? Uh, thank you for your comment. And uh, I got DM from a lot of people after that episode on that subject, and uh, I just would like to say that each and every one of you fucking triggered me badly. But uh, I really appreciate the um, the uh, comments and everything and the thoughts. And uh, so thank you. And people tweeted us on the on the mm. main um, on the timeline as well. And like I just I didn't want to, I, I, honestly I just I'm just not really up to like just reading out a whole bunch of tweets about it. So, but appreciate your comments. Um, Cattle Dog Blue. 
Senator, our our first in season twill tourist. I mean, we had some fucking some mighty twill tourists over the off season with like Ashley like moving from Japan and then doing some gigantic fucking European European adventure. I don't understand how you you know don't go to work. Well, yeah, they, they generally they, they work for a, you know for a long period of time and save save it all up, and then when they leave that place, they before they head back to the world again, they Jesus do a Christ. long fucking lap, yes, a long lap of the world on the way home. Um, but yeah, outstanding, um, and you will definitely be on the ballot as well. Uh, Catalog Blues, uh, he sent us uh, one from. Uh, I'm just listening to the long overdue podcast in a local packed minivan in Manila. And the earphones come, 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 I guess it's come off or, you know, whatever. Just as we get to, did you rape anyone? <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> the night in the entrance to our office, picture I'm showing you right now, mm. was a bonus though, especially, you know, being the Knights fan that he is. Um, had some questions about when the, um, at the top of the show, when the, when the memberships will be up. We're, we were speaking about it today. I've just got to figure out how much we're going to charge for it and then I'll, I'll put them up for pre-sale uh, you, you know what we're going to get in this year just the designs need to be finalised and stuff like that but um, you know you know how we roll it's always the goods but I'll make sure I, I will I will make sure I have them up for sale like you know over the next day or two as you're listening to this so before the end of the week certainly um, and I think that is it for episode 310. Excellent. Thanks for listening. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter. So follow at TWI League. We're on facebook.com forward slash this week in league. And make sure you hit the hashtag Twill Nation Facebook group. Uh, get in there. It's fucking super active. I mean, it was active over the off season, which was great because, you know, it was a long ass off season. But um, since the season started up again, it was just fucking buzzing the entire fucking weekend it was great and i uh, thank you to those who contribute uh and you know bring you know the news articles and things like that in there as well that are interesting and because i don't have to I go say, seek them out those fucking great people that don't actually put links to clickbait cunt articles in there and screenshot them or whatever screenshot love them it. and fucking just talk about them yep love it we don't need to be paying these fuckers at all because ultimately that is that is a way to become not part of the problem That's by it. not giving them the click and if there is no click there is no bait yep um and don't forget on itunes uh take yourself to the podcast section go to sports and recreation and category check out the what's hot section you'll see us there it was funny because we weren't actually there like straight because we've been six months since an episode <gasps> but then within about two hours we we're back there again yeah, so, so all good um click in there choose a rating leave a review and uh, we will start uh, busting i know people have done reviews some of them they're not actually like reflecting yet they do take their time sometimes to actually display so we'll uh, get those out and uh read them out in the show as soon as we can tipping if you haven't done so already uh head over to footy tips and uh Get into uh, footytips.com.au forward slash comps forward slash twill 2019. The chart after one week, Bargy on top, tied in first with uh, Wobby Thara, I believe it should be pronounced. Uh, I I think they only joined like very recently, like last couple of days. Cooked tip, Whipsy 77, Mendoza. Uh, De Toro and Tad Pike. Well, actually, they're all, all these cunts are, are tied. Uh, Paraman1973, Simon F and Caroline, all in t- joint second or joint third place, I suppose. So, uh, can I, um, can I just while you're talking tips, mm-hmm. call out this year? I'm giving an honor- honorary Twilly 
Uh, it's the Twill Didn't Happen of the Year Award. Mm-hmm. Our old mate Timmy, Timmy McIntyre out there talking about how he tipped a perfect round and he's a got eight out of eight. Who else got eight out of eight? I got oh, eight out of eight. Oh, oh. Not not in his twill tips though. Different tipping competition. Yeah, yeah. Some kind of wonderful magical tipping competition. Yeah. Supercoach, we've got the group going. Um, I don't have the. Oh yeah, I do. The Supercoach. So if you need, if you, uh, if you have a team in Supercoach and you want to join the Twill group, which then compares all people in that group against each other, it's not a head-to-head thing. It's just a, a points thing. Don't join a league. The league. There's no league. It no, is there group. is no league. It is a group. And so we have found like the code hasn't worked when you know people have been putting in the, to join a league rather than a group. You need to join a group. The number is one zero three seven three four, and the uh, after one round, the table is a significant lead to uh, Meme Queens, which is our uh, Bethany. Then we've got Grey Foxes FC, Toto's Terrors back in the oh. back in the money, Hay Balers, Jimmy Pete's World. Quitting round six, <laughs> Sam Seals, Red Bull Raiders, Stepdad Seabold, Griswolders, and Pud's Picks. And fuck me, I don't have it in front of me. I, I should have. There was one in 11th. Whoever's in 11th, the name I thought was great, and I hope they fucking get into the top 10. I think it might have been something that would trigger you, but I'm not sure. I'm all in on fucking yeah. Toto's Terrors. They're back. Yeah, they're back. They're back for now. This is what happens when you fucking go off brand. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So he's back now, though. And, um,. That is it. We've got nothing else this week. Look at that. Fucking just ticked over the two hours. Yeah, keep it couldn't, couldn't, couldn't have fucking, uh, couldn't have planned it better. Mm. Uh, you have anything else you want to close with? No. No, no. no. Just, you know, it was fantastic. We got the trilogy back together. Yeah, should do it more often, but uh, yeah. Real yeah, we should. Long way but, yeah, yeah. You know, one cunt lives in Toowoomba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not- Maybe. I was like, we should be somewhere central. Where would central be? Oh, yeah, Springfield. That's not fucking central at all. No, no. I'll tell you what, though. Based on his form, I'll jerk off in a bucket. You make a website about it, and he'll come down again. (laughs) Come down to smell your beard. (laughs) (laughs) See you next week.